And you say this and you say that. Driving in the right lane. We back. Dude, that was a rap. Oh shit, I'm, I got the stupid hot bars, bitches. What's up? <laughs> yep. Check it out. I go by the name of Clifford Sykes, aka the Uptown Supervillain, aka your cousin Cliff talking shit. I'm tapping in. What's going on? This is Barnett Pearlstein, aka the Uptown Realtor, aka Pusha Steen, your friendly neighborhood house pusher. <laughs> And I'm tapping in. Hey, it uh. is the producer of this fine show from Last Out Media <laughs> Studios, who, if you think for one second that someone can produce your podcast better than us, they're wrong, and I am tapping in. Eat, eat a dick on that one, yes, respectfully. That, I like, Yo, that. I I like, like that. that one. Hell yeah, talk your shit, That's how you GB. open every show, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to y'all again from Last Out Media. I think this is episode 18. Still haven't published 17. Apologies, but you fuckers are going to get the two for one today. Uh, we're back. Um, yeah, new show, new new vibes. What's up, Barney? How you What's doing? going on? We are back. Oh, shit, okay. Almost okay. didn't make it here. I just wanted to stay in my bed. It was a late <laughs> night last night, but I made it here. I you know, woke myself up, drank some coffee, got myself on the boulevard, came down here. Okay. And I'm ready to go. What's going on, man? Hey, shit. So hold on. Let me ask you a question. Late night last night? Well, yeah, I was up watching that... Uh, Basketball game, which we'll go into uh, okay. later on. I thought you were going to say your wife was tickling your feet while you were handcuffed. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I I'm not putting personal business on there like that. <laughs> That's what I thought. It's okay. Gotta, you like your feet home. getting tickled. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like in wet willies. You know what I'm saying? Shit like no that. That's cool. <laughs> Fifth, bitches. Fifth. Um, so. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Feet so many there's so many amendments in the constitution i can only pick one <laughs> one two three four five do y'all googles that's the Chappelle show bitches when he played r kelly or the man name we shall never never name again r kelly we'll never name his name it's fucking excellent you think people don't know the Chappelle show no i, well, I then think what there the hell is you tell probably them a generation that doesn't get oh certain Chappelle show jokes Obviously, By the way, they know the Wayne. It's Wayne Brady bitches, and like you know, <laughs> does Wayne like Brady? Yeah, have to fucking <laughs> yo, <laughs> and like Game Blast. They know all those, but do they really know every episode? Do they watch every episode? I'm saying no, bro. I'm just, I'm, but they know that. They know that. I mean, it, if you are listening to this and you don't know that reference, and you are googling, you're an idiot. I just yeah. want to point that out. That too. Yeah, <laughs> that too. I mean, so. our listeners probably know the fellowship. I'm just I think gonna some of our right is, listeners are idiots because <laughs> yeah. I'm an idiot. So yeah, I think at least I got a couple idiots that listen. Yeah. So yeah, uh, jumping to the icebreaker question for y'all do y'all want a scenario or do you want a question for the icebreaker i think i'll do a question i like these questions well questions? good i wanted a scenario if you wanted to split it up like that but i'll, I'll ride with bar okay, if you uh, want okay. To no, split it up. we'll do scenario next week we'll do two scenarios we did two questions beautiful uh, okay. no doubt all right so here's the question if you had your own talk show who would your first three guests be oh and why Oh man, yeah. that's, that's a big builder here. All right, so immediately, no doubt, JV. I'm just gonna. If I had a talk show, I would just anybody dead. Oh yeah, from oh, past oh, or like oh, anybody okay. I could bring anybody back. Yep. Jeez, anybody. The pool's too big now. Let, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick to a live just because my brain's gonna. No doubt. I, I would probably <laughs> come up with some crazier ones. Um, uh, my first guest is. Jesus Christ. I know you just have to like narrow it down. You're just like your brain's just racing right now. I got my three. Uh, well, well, you, well, you start question. then. Who, Me? Who, yeah, yeah. What's the show? You and, and, well, what? I don't. Yeah, we, that's all good. My bad. I the, asked the question. The biggest yeah. question possible. Is, damn right. I want to. I want right. to nail this. I want to. You know. I don't want to just say some chump that's on top of my mind and be like locked into that. You know. 
for me, uh, the first guest would probably be, it would have to be, I'm torn between Rick James and Michael Jackson. I'm probably go Rick James because he's edgier and I would get more like content from Rick James, especially if we, you know, we're medicating a little bit, get some liquor in him. Mm -hmm. If I go Rick James, I would go Malcolm X. And then I would probably go... And, and wait, you can guarantee me that these people are going to come on. Yeah. If I just, yes. oh, yeah, God. they'll come all on. Right, all right. Like, oh shit, Cliff I'm from, I'm from where? Yeah, we're coming. Again, it's going. So yeah, I'm going Malcolm X. I'm gonna go Rick James. My third guest got to be a woman. Third guest, third guest, third guest. Doesn't have to be. Don't guest. force it. If it, you know, nah, it's a woman. I want to keep it kind of even because you know, there's some, there's some dynamic, there's dynamic women out there all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. I would probably go. For my woman, fuck Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Oh, I'll go Lisa Left Eye Lopez. What happened? That the train wreck. What forced you to go like into like your holistic medicine, changing your diet? What the fuck happened with you and Andre Rising? Why the fuck did you burn his house down, sister? I mean, you didn't intend to. I know that, <laughs> but why did you put clothes in a bathtub with bleach and think that was a good idea? Why? How was it with not getting paid from TLC? How was that? You were like a kid. There's a lot of stuff I would ask her. Okay, you know okay. what I'm saying. The was Andre part. Rising really? Well, if, like? we're, if we're going, <laughs> if we're going with a, a female choice, I think my female choice mm-hmm. would probably be Princess Diana. That's just a good because one. of all the things that encompass her death. If you could bring yeah. her back to life for yeah. one interview, super badass. Think about the the beans she would spill about the royal family yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. what actually surrounded her death. Yeah, I'm just saying there's a lot of good questions that she's you know. I heard a story about her. They didn't want her. She was such a badass. There was like this inaugural run mm-hmm. where like the mothers would go run and she wasn't allowed to. And she said fuck that. And she went and ran and bust everybody oh, ass yeah. and but was reprimanded. I'm like, how is she rep? What? This and, is, this is fucking and little crazy. known fact, she is a birds fan. I've seen pictures with her in like super duper. Have yeah. seen that. So definitely have. Shout out to Princess Di. Shout out to Princess <laughs> Diana. I'm just no saying, doubt. She did a good candidate. Um, another Fuck one. You paparazzi. I'm a little biased. I'm a big wrestling head, but Ric Flair in his prime would be a great interview. Just the things that he would say. Rolex wearing. Rolex wearing. Jet <laughs> <laughs> flying. Limousine riding. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, out of all the pro wrestlers in history, I mean, obviously that's a little cliche, but he'd be a great interview. Yes, he would. We're going to do an episode on wrestling too. Oh, we're definitely do a whole episode on wrestling. And for Fucking my right. third one, I, I got to go comedian. I got to go Dave Chappelle, just because his knowledge and just the things that I feel like we would talk about would be like I feel like we are on kind of like the same page mm-hmm. mentally mm-hmm. so just the questions I would ask him I feel like we would vibe together we smoke together chill mm-hmm. together so yeah it'd be a great interview so I like the Chappelle your three damn your three is way better than mine well that's just off the top of my head I'm sure I'd probably narrow it down a little bit if I thought about it a little more no but shit I like, I like what you damn that's yeah. a nice that's a nice yeah. fucking contrast that bro good comedian a fucking former princess and then you got I forgot the third one uh, a former 16-time oh, world heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> <laughs> First class ticket to space mountain, baby. Jet flying. You know what I'm saying? That's, I like that. Oh, shit. Yeah, J- JV's like, Splash fuck. Mountain ain't got shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> Oldest ride, longest line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he talking shit. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Rick. Pretty Ricky. Uh, yeah, Jack. Because you got me this platform, uh, my talk show is just always going to be what's ever on top of my mind, essentially, and right. whatever, and just I'm never going to let it go until it gets solved. Right. So, guess what, Biden? 
OAC, Pelosi, one, two, three. Ooh. We're going to solve this shit right, right here, now. right now, <laughs> bitches. And I'm going to yeah. get 90 billion of the Views best producers like behind me, and we're going to actually have some answers for the first time. For the peoples. Yeah. Yeah. For the peoples. That'd that, be a great interview, actually. Yeah. That's that's exactly what that I would, would do. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be in a building for that interview. You don't, you don't have to be. just let AOC just like what like a unchecked mic go in there. Be like so. Yeah, man. I'd like to know what the fuck is going on here. Anything? Anybody? Anyone? Anybody? You gonna push her? She gonna push, push you? Somebody? You please? guys gonna do this? Okay. This shit is getting yeah. goofy out here. <laughs> this is great, getting dumb. That was a great question, actually. I uh, I, like yeah, I think that's a really good question, man. You thank you. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Yeah. But you know. That's one of those. Maybe give us a little wink. <laughs> Hell no. So we can. But but, next, I, but I appreciate. Got it. you. No problem. <laughs> Damn, Barney's. I like Barney's. Damn, Princess Diana. I think Barney's. Dave win. Chappelle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle just off of like what the fuck really happened? Was it racial like you said it was? Yeah. And he'll he'll sit down and tell you straight up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. is what's going on. This is the real to real. Totally sidebar. You know he has a podcast, right? Does he really? It's called the Midnight Miracle. He's on. You know, I shouldn't be shouting him out, but he's on a separate. He's on a separate network. Um, okay. They're on Apple. They're on Apple Podcasts. How dare you shout out Dave Chappelle? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just well. It's genius what he did. He so he had the, all the episodes are like two hours long, but you have to fucking pay for them mm. on a separate network. He yeah. releases them on Apple. You get like 20 minutes, dude. The, there's a there's an episode. Most Def, Talib Kweli, and fucking Dave all getting high. Most Def talks about how he met. Uh, what's the what's my girl's name? Amy Winehouse during Germany. Oh wow! Okay, he was there watching her like spiral out of control. He said they had just rocked the house. They go back to the hotel. They're in the room, and he said everybody in the fucking room is just everybody's okay. partying. And she looked totally uncomfortable. She came over to most and was like, "Hey, can I just come to your room?" And he's like, "Yeah." They go to the room. They had this intricate. He talks. He's telling this story. Yeah. This intricate story about like life and uh, moments. Take the pictures, flowers. She pulls out like the. You know, her medicine starts partying. And she looked at most like, you're not judging me like most people. And he's like, look, I got my own issues. Why would I judge you? And if you don't feel safe with those people upstairs that are your friends, then who can you like be yourself around? And yo, it's like 24 minutes. It's a for 24 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I want more. I want so much more of this. It's on, it's called the Midnight Miracle. It's okay. on Apple Podcasts. I'm I'm thinking about buying the network. It's what, like ten dollars a month. Oh, that's pretty good. The I network's think... called Luminary. Yeah. It's called Luminary. It's on an app. It's called the Midnight Miracle Dog. He has episodes with like Killer Mike, Barack Obama. He, anybody you think of, Dave Chappelle got him. And it's just okay. it's Dave Chappelle. You know what yeah. that was always funny to me, and and I like that he's doing it this way too, is mm-hmm. he should be way more popular than Joe Rogan in like a podcast sense. You don't think that it's by his it's by his doing now? Like yeah. no, it is it right. is. It's like by his I don't Dave want all works when he wants to work. Yeah, and he's and finally got to that point where he's like, man. he's like Brock Lesnar. He shows up when he wants to show up. Mm-hmm. Another ref- wrestling reference. Yeah, and he just you know, <laughs> there it is. Does his shit and rolls out. You know, <laughs> I I I can't tell you, like he is my hero for a billion different reasons. Yeah, but like him saying that speech that he always gave in the actor studio about oh, SAJ his father telling him. Tell know your price going in, and if it's too much, much get the fuck out. See ya. Yeah. Get out. And yep. the fact that he that stayed with him for that, and mm-hmm. when you're 
you know, I've been barely in that LA environment, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't even imagine what it's like at that type. But of you've seen some shit in those LA. Oh, stories. but I've seen some shit. <laughs> you've seen oh shit. boy, and we can we can maybe we have a. Can we get can we get a little LA story st- from you? Well, I can give you plenty of. Them. Yeah, uh, we'll save one. I tell you what, we'll save towards one. the end for you guys. Come to the end of the show. Oh, there is yeah. a massive story about. The first time we met Kevin Spacey and a whole bunch of other things. I would say go back. If you go back to past episodes, Ooh. JB gave us a little jewel on Kevin Spacey and yeah. where he was. You weren't here for that. <laughs> little no, JB campfire tale. Yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah. All day, JB. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> but, but the things that he's done outside of that mm-hmm. is, and sure, I'm sure they're, I'm sure he's difficult to work with or crazy or mm-hmm. whatever. And mm-hmm. I think you always get labeled that if you just like do what you always want to do and it doesn't. You're your own person. Yeah, right. if you just right. tell people how it is. Yeah. That the, he actually, the moment I saw that, when he was going through that process, mm-hmm. he when he said, I'm in Ohio doing all this stuff, it unlocked my brain and going like, yeah, wh- why the fuck am I in LA? Okay. I said, I don't even really want to be here. I'm just mm-hmm. here for the yeah. business mm-hmm. part of it. And guess what? The business I want is actually in Philadelphia. So, and he's in Ohio. Right, These guys popping. are in New York. I'm like, oh, wait, everything's changing. Sure. The internet's here. I was like, let's, yeah. let's, I, I need to get out of here. No shit. Yeah. yeah, and that changed my life forever. And I followed, I mean, we all followed Dave Chappelle's comedy way before yeah. that. Hell like, yeah. That whole process made me realize you can just take control of this. Mm-hmm. Thing. There's a lot of people telling you. You got to like, go to New York. And, and, and you got to go to LA. And man, this is the last thing I'll say about this too. No, because, I'll talk to you soon, Jamie. This is dope. Yeah. I remember, shout out to the Bowery on on, on uh, Vine and uh, Sunset. It's the, still the best place to get a burger in California, I think. Okay. Uh, this dude looked at me because I had this, I had worked at like nine months on creating an animation pilot because that's what nice. I really wanted to nice. do. Nice, like Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all, all, all that stuff. <laughs> And this guy uh, just happened to work for Fox, and we got into a conversation, and I was just like, yeah, I really want to. He goes, oh, you'll never make do it. You'll never do that. He just showed you. He was just like, oh, you'll never never do that. I was just like, okay. And then, like, the next follow-up to that was, you know, because I was already on on my way back to to pursuing sports. Mm -hmm. This guy that just booked a National Geographic, like, hosting gig. He's just like, oh, man, if you leave here, you'll never do anything else. That's how this business works and, yeah. and, and all this other crap. It's called the internet old No, man. it's called yeah. other people trying to control the narrative with their own biases. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is how I would do it. And if you yeah. don't do it my way, you're going to fail. It's like, no. Yeah, I, 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 I literally give my soul away so I can have this National Geographic hosting job. And the if you don't, yeah, like it made, nah. yeah, dude, Dave Chappelle is fucking punk rock. And I don't yeah, think yes. to, to it, it a, a lot of people, like he is. Yeah. Shout out to Dave Chappelle from, yo, from Killing Him Softly. If you really want to do your Googles, you understand like how funny he is. And mm-hmm. if you watch the layers, he had two stand-ups. I forgot what the first one was called, but I own it. Um, the second one's called Killing Him Softly. Killing Him Softly. The one where he talks about jerking off with the fucking fish. <laughs> Is <laughs> put it anywhere. What's the one the where he tank? talks about the baby selling weed on the corner? Is that killing himself? No, that's another one. That's hey, the baby. other one. Yeah, I'm selling weed, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> that, was his, weed. that was his breakout special. Yeah. Uh, yep. What was that called? I don't know. Yeah. That I forgot. Kill himself was first. Then it was yeah. the one with the baby. Yeah. I'm out here doing this. I come Kill up. It was a half hour one on HBO. Yeah, I remember yep. that one too. So to do your googles, he's been he's he's his track record is damn near flawless with stand up. He was just ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. The Chappelle Show for me that was one or two. Yeah. So I remember, I knew who Dave Chappelle was. So to see that show and to see what he was well, getting I off. I remember Dave Chappelle back when he did Robin Hood and Half Baked. Prince and, of the Prince of Sorry, yeah. Prince of Tights. Prince of Tights. <laughs> Prince yeah. of Tights. Robin no, Hood, no. Prince of Tights. That's the shit. Carrie Young. Women and Women in tights. <laughs> tights. 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 Men in Tights. <laughs> Hell yeah! I haven't seen that in fucking forever. Hold on, I gotta pump up my shoes. You know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah. <laughs> 
Mel, shout out to Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Mel yeah. Brooks is fucking genius. I feel like Mel Brooks' movies were definitely before time. Like if those movies came out now, could you imagine how popular they were? Blazing they were po- Saddles. They were popular then. <laughs> but can you imagine the level of popularity now that people could actually comprehend the humor that he was putting out? But what his movies? Well, what his movies work now? That's exactly all. This discussion was what I was going to ask you guys anyway. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, all of these guys that we are mentioning now have, and like the yeah. environment that we're I in. I don't and think all this Blazing Saddles, stuff. History of the World, none of that shit will work. Do you think it's okay that we're moving in that direction? Because Fuck we're no. in a cancel culture world? Fuck no. Are I don't we, or, or, or is this culture. just our generation, we're the old people here, and and that's where we're at in society? I'm going to go with the latter part. We were around to see it. We were, that's why, that's why, I, that's, that's why I carry myself the way I carry myself, because I grew up in an era where yeah. you, I hate to say it, but certain, certain things were just tolerated. And there, and there was no one took it. No one took it personal. People were like, "Hey, this yeah, is who I am." Thin. Yeah, yeah. Yo, people. I hate to different. say it, motherfuckers were just we built different. Well, yeah. Just like just like our just like our parents. Our wow. parents are built way different. Our grandparents are built different than our fucking parents. I always say your perspective always changes once you figure out that you could take a couple punches and you don't die. That's a dope one. I always tell people, I was like, yeah. if I have a son, I'm gonna tell him, like, listen. It's okay to get beat up a couple of times. It just you know proves that you're mortal that you could take a hit and Man. you won't die. That's and the then once you part. realize that about yourself. Yeah. You live your life a lot differently. That's the scariest you know I mean? part about fighting. If you've never been in a fight, it's it's getting hit. Yeah, and it's like once you get like, hit, it's like that didn't hurt. Listen, I'll be straight up. <laughs> I don't like getting hit. Getting hit's not fun. I'm not gonna glorify that shit in any way. But like once you take a couple yes. punches, yeah, you're good to go. You're good to go. You're like okay, I'm not gonna die. You know, I haven't been in a it'll hurt. Years, you know? brother. It was a bar. It was a bar fight, and that was a long time ago. I'm too old for that shit. Yeah, way too old. Yeah, but been a couple of those. Back to the Dave Chappelle part. If you get time, it's on Luminary Network. It's called The Midnight Miracle. I'm thinking about giving him the ten dollars and just listening. It's two hours of fucking episode with him, and it's like, yo, he has Questlove. He has fucking like, you know, he's a big hip hop guy, so he has a bunch of just hip hop people. Okay, so the stories are just in depth. You had to be there to be there, and he he just tells it. And for me, getting three of those episodes is worth ten dollars. It's worth it. Guess what, fellas? Here's my prediction. He's the richest podcaster in a year over Rogan. But what did Rogan get? The he got four hundred million, two hundred million, three hundred million, and yeah. what a giant mistake it was! I, it was for me because it mm-hmm. went. First of all, I, Joe Rogan was the first podcast I ever listened to, and I'm talking when it was him and Brian Redband, and uh, fuck, there was one more person when no one knew what podcasts were. Yeah. So like, uh, what's the guys from um, Opie and Anthony would come on? Like the old school ones with fucking uh, what's the black comedian? That's that know what he's did. He passed. Uh, Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, Patrice O'Neill. I was gonna say Paul Mooney. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill. Like old school. He had hair, so I, that was the first podcast, and I always knew what they were, but they were so hard to find. I love Joe Rogan, but when he took that bread to go to Spotify, now if you listen to the podcast every six minutes, ad, ad. Even if you even if you got the the the, the ad free one, he's selling fucking ads. Back in the day, it was just pure unadulterated fucking information. Well, and that's a, but yeah. that's what I mean though. Mm-hmm. He, he limited himself mm-hmm. to Spotify. Uh, but it's money. That's what I'm saying. Dave Chappelle is going to make so much money off of his podcast and control his own yeah. shit. And 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 I don't mean just like the monetary part. Like maybe maybe it's two hundred million that he ends up making. But everything underneath that, the shit that he can do for just from mm-hmm. the ad sales alone, if he mm-hmm. ends up bringing that in, or if it's ad free. Like I, I'm just. No, I would pay for a Dave Chappelle podcast. Like I, I wouldn't pay for a Joe Rogan podcast, but straight up, without even hearing it, I'd probably pay to listen to ten dollars just for the network. Yeah. You get a network, you have access to the podcast, and there's more podcasts. I'm like, I don't get. And a I've fuck definitely gotten yeah. networks to hear <clears throat> certain things. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I got title back in the day just to hear Jay Z. I you did know what too. Mean? Like, I, so if it, if yeah. the content is good enough, you know, 
you will buy the subscription. So check them out. I think that's where we're all heading, by the way, <laughs> fellas. So buckle, buckle up. I'm okay with that. Yeah. If, if I have access to certain creators that I, that I know I'm going to check in, like I'm right. going to listen every week, you'll get my money. I have no problem doing that. None. The thing for me with the podcast, yo, we, hell yeah. This is, this is what the fuck is about. The cool shit with podcasts, and I think that we're in a good wave now. I wish, and I said this a couple times, I wish that I got in here last year before COVID. Yes. Because oh my God. people I, were I listening for yeah. fucking content. People were in the house. They had nothing to do. I don't give a fuck. What do you do? Yeah, cool. We missed that fucking wave. Yeah. But the issue is that I had was that celebrities, personalities, and athletes all just jumped in the podcast game, and it's cool. Y'all podcasts suck. Sorry. Like, a lot of y'all yeah. podcasts fucking suck. The I Am Athlete one, it doesn't suck. I would actually like, I would listen to Fred Taylor by himself. Brandon Marshall, fam, <laughs> get it together. Well, he's got a little couple issues. Yeah. yeah. Chad Ochocinco, I would like Chad. If Chad could do one with like a comedian, I would pay for that. Because Chad's a funny fucker. He's intelligent. The best podcasts are always the random motherfuckers, though. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's where we have, we, our pulse, our pulse in our hand in life. Right, we're look, just close. Look at the Joe Budden podcast. It's actually not that bad. It's bad now since Is Rory it? and Maul left. Really? Yeah, it's okay. bad. Yeah, really it's bad. bad. See, I just made it's that bad. statement all of a sudden. Eh, not, not, not right now, actually. Their dynamic yeah. was so, and yeah, I guess we're going to talk about, fuck that. All right, yeah. The, the JBP was the shit. And if you really want to go into it, shout out to Joe Budden because Joe Budden was actually him and Soldier Boy. They were like the first reality TV guys to put things on YouTube. I always say that. People don't realize that. Soldier Boy changed the game. And I don't like saying that because I hate his music. He did. But he, he put his he, videos he, he on YouTube. He put out the blueprint on how to make money without a yep. studio. Yep. And a major label. It's yep. like you can't really hate on that. People, people uh, laugh and joke. So why are people on labels still? Because they, 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 want, like, they want the promotion. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to work. promotion? They don't want to work. What promotion? What on earth are they giving them? That machine, well, now with three sixty deals, stuff like that. I mean, nothing, but it's that. But it's that. But you have that machine behind you. The machine is pushing you. I agree. That's I, it. No, I agree with John. The I agree with they John. shouldn't so, be on labels. They shouldn't sign. So I just, yeah. here's how I'm gonna quit it. What you got? Shout out, shout out to United Real Estate. It's the brokerage I work for. One of the biggest reasons why I stick with United Real Estate is because of the splits. A lot of these big places, they'll offer Berkshire Hathaway, Elfont. Mm -hmm. They all offer splits. It's mm -hmm. 70, 30, 60, 40, whatever. They get the 70? That you, no, you get the 70, you nice. get the 60, they okay. get the 40, whatever. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is you're still doing splits. Every deal you mm -hmm. get, you of have course. to split your money. Mm -hmm. United Real Estate, you get 100% of the commission. Keep that. Not to mention, you're not spending, you know, $2,000, $1,000 for your desk fees. Right. You know what I mean? You're spending like $65 a month for desk fees. So what I'm saying is, as long as you're willing to advertise for yourself mm -hmm. and make your own bread, mm -hmm. you're good to go. So... That's, That's all I'm saying. So what you're saying is basically what you're doing right now. You're that you're like you're I, independent I creating, artist. I, I'm the artist. I'm yeah. creating my own business. I'm putting artist. myself out there. I am running my own Instagram. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is like these artists are starting to figure that out. Now. Like why am I splitting my percentages with these other people mm -hmm. when I can generate my own business? I can advertise for myself. Mm -hmm. See what I, I'm saying I agree with both of you. I don't think artists should sign to labels, but I think that there is this. Again, narratives, it's an old school narrative, but if you sign with a major label, you're going to get promoted, They're going, they have your best interest. And if you've done your Googles and you listen to anything that some of these artists tell you, the worst thing you do is sign with a fucking label. And especially now with 360 deals. The 360 deal now, artists back in the day, their money will come from merch, their money will come from uh, road on the road. Yeah. Now with these 360 deals, the labels are tapping into your road money and they're tapping into your merch money. Okay. They're taking that. But and the issue is if you don't have a smart enough business lawyer or a lawyer that can just, you know, hey, splits. I don't know what the splits are, but they can say, hey, we want 
50% of your merch, 50% of your fucking your road shows. If you don't know that, if you don't have the, the jargon to know, you're getting fucked. But that's why you hire a good agent. And but most people don't do that because they don't know. They, they actually take an agent from the label, which is a conflict of interest within itself right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's, that's that's you know, I agree with y'all. Being independent is the shit. I mean, this, this requires has been work. a big comp- topic in the music industry, whether it's like better to be on a label versus mm-hmm. going independent. Like you said, you're making mm-hmm. very big points. It's mm-hmm. like, it's the same thing with an NBA player. It's like one of the biggest reasons why you can argue to go to college is to harness your game versus coming out of high school, mm-hmm. you're a raw player. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you want to sacrifice a year to fundamentally change your game and become mm-hmm. a better player? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to come out of high school right now and, you know, make as much money as possible? Same thing with a label. Do you want to, you know, basically sign with a label to basically have them elevate your music and your talent and okay. basically put your music out there for the masses? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to basically try to do it yourself and possibly get screw jobs on certain things and, you know. The dope thing, if we're talking about independent artists, the reason why people might not realize this or some of our younger listeners might realize this, you see Master P, you laugh at Master P. Here's the thing with Master P. At one point, artists weren't getting, so just for GP, CDs would sell back in the day. There were only three or four artists that were making 25 cent or 35 cent per CD. Mm. And that's Eminem, Master P, Jay-Z, and I want to say like Metallica, but their split was like retarded. Their split was crazy. They got a crazy, crazy split. Master P at one point was selling CDs out of his trunk. That's how we got that. started. I remember that. Yeah. He would sell a, a hundred thousand for 20 bucks. So think about that. I'm dealing with cash under the table. I'm not, de- I'm not paying no taxes. I'm not paying nothing. I got 200 large right now. And some record label wants to say, Hey, come on, we'll advance you 70,000 and we'll do this. What was the song? Ludacris had a song with um, Missy gossip folks. And he, he, he said his story, hold the phone, three years later, sometimes I'm trying to, now once upon a time, what the, he tells you his story where yeah. he said, yo, I moved around in the Acura and I was selling tapes. I sold 50, 7,000 pop, 50,000, yeah, 50,000 sold $7 a pop. Hold the phone, three years later, you know what I'm saying? He sold 50,000, like right, real shit. Yeah. 50,000, 50,000 t- CDs hand in hand at $7 a pop. That's 350 large. Man. Right there. So that that right there being independent. But that's also that grind mentality where I'm gonna grind it out. That's the down south shit. That's yeah. the down south mentality. Most and, of the down and, south and, guys. And do. that's kind of what I'm saying. That's the difference. It's like you gotta choose your own path. It's like what kind mm-hmm. of artist are you? Do you wanna grind it out because mm-hmm. you can, or do you wanna basically rely on somebody else to basically help you make more money? Ain't that crazy? So it's just who you are. You Ain't know what I mean? It's crazy. not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I see agents all the time. They'll basically like, listen, I'm really cool with like taking clients out mm-hmm. and finding them houses, but I don't wanna do this paperwork. I don't want to do the, the grind of the being a realtor. Let them do it. Yeah, let them do it. I'll just get somebody to do my paperwork. Mm-hmm. Let my secretary do it. I'm not like that, but I want to handle the whole deal. No I'm hands on. Because you yeah. don't want any unforeseen variables, nothing crazy well, coming yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't trust anybody else. I, you know, I'm doing the paperwork myself because if a mistake happens, it's going to be on me and not somebody else. DTA. Some nice little uh, stone cold little quote for you. Don't um, trust anybody. Anybody. Period. Don't trust anybody. Period. And also extreme accountability. It's like, yeah, if there's a mistake, it's on me. No so I'm not I'm not delegating that responsibility to anybody else. My my yo, my but. guy Barney. And then and then you know what I'm saying? It this this is fucking beautiful music yeah. right here. Yo, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cheers, bitches. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, bitches. And there's the icebreaker for you, sons of bitches. We didn't we didn't win we didn't win the talk shows, Dave Chappelle, different this, different that, independent artist, Joe, Joe Rogan, yeah. all this shit. Something's the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? It's good to go. No doubt. 
Uh, mental health check, fellas. If you want, I'll, I guess I'll start. Yeah, mental health it. check. Um, I'm just learning more and more to be more patient. Trust, it sounds so corny and ironic being a Philadelphia, being from Philadelphia and a Philadelphia sports fan, but literally just trust the process. Like, just trust it. Um, going through some shit where just personal, just trying to get into a fucking company where some things will be a little more consistent for myself and I set myself up for overall health, things like that. And just, it, it started to slow down. Three weeks later, I'm getting paranoid. I start to stress the fuck out, but then you gotta calm down, assess it, follow up, and just, just again, trust the process. It's gonna work. Yo, stay prayed the fuck up. That's kind of where I am all over the place. You know what I'm saying? With my family, I got I got a family member dying from cancer. Grandmom's deteriorating. Got a lot of shit going on, but yeah. that's that 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 can't stop the show. That can't stop the train. You know what I'm saying? And that's I think some people get caught up with that where they allow outside they allow outside variables to come in and that'll dictate what you have going on and that you can't allow that. Your number one focus should be your inner peace and what's going on with you. And, and I've had to learn that these last this last month or two. It fucking sucks, but that's just what it is. Trust the fucking process. No, and, and <laughs> wow, that's really good actually. And that's really important. A lot of people don't understand. It's like your mental well-being is the most important thing. I mean, obviously you have a really big heart. You're gonna care about a lot of people, but yeah. you also gotta put yourself first. Yeah. Cause you're gonna drive yourself crazy if you don't. Yeah. You know, a lot of people dwell on a lot of things and that's not good for you, that negative energy in your body all the mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. So you just got to kind of release that and just like find different outlets to release that and just know like not everything's on your shoulders. You know what I mean? My man. So, no, that's good. That's a good one. Where, where's so with you? Uh, my mental health is uh, basically don't sweat the small stuff. Take time for yourself. Live your life. And what I mean by that is if you're a workaholic, and you don't take time for yourself, then that's a problem. I mean, what's the point of being a workaholic if you don't take a couple of days off and enjoy yourself? Um, mm -hmm. Last night I was scheduled to work and a friend of mine was like, hey, I got tickets to the Phillies game. Normally I'd probably just say, no, I got to work, you know, mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. But I was like, you know what? My wife is like, you know what? Screw it. Switch. Take off. You know, give up a Friday night. And I was like, you know what? You're right. It's like, I don't need to work this Friday night. I'd mm -hmm. rather be at a Phillies game. It's a nice night. Yeah. Phillies are hot. Shout out to the Phillies in first place now. <laughs> Bryce Harper hitting the two-run shot for insurance to cap it off. Hell yeah. But yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, just take... Great, I like that. <laughs> that's great. I like fucked that. you up. That, that fucked you up a little bit. I was like, whoa. Fucked him up. He's like, what is that? Oh, shit. No, Great but it's timing. just one of those times. Like, take a little time for yourself. Enjoy the small things. Realize that, you know, nothing is given. And if you have an opportunity to enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself. You're not killing anybody. You're not hurting anybody. You know? Take off, go to that Phillies game, plan a vacation with your girl, go out to dinner, spend a little extra money. If, you know, don't worry about what it costs because in the long run, your happiness is the most important. So that's kind of where I'm at. You know? Self-happiness, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. But no, shout out to the Phillies. That was a great game last night. The atmosphere was <laughs> insane. It actually felt for the first time, because I have been there a couple games this mm -hmm. year, and the atmosphere actually felt for the first time like a playoff atmosphere. That's been a while. Yeah, like the, <laughs> like the, like the fans are actually engaged and like they're like, okay, I actually believe in this team now. Last time playoffs is what, 2011, 2012? I want to say like 2011. Wow, we lost to the Cardinals? Cardinals, yeah, first Fuck. round. Roy Holiday, the 1-0 the game. Yeah, I mean, Fuck. I have a lot of reasons why. I, I mean, that. I think one of the big reasons why Charlie had a thing about he would basically overpitch his pitchers. Mm -hmm. Um, he would basically consistently have his pitchers pitch about 100 pitches, 110 pitches a game mm -hmm. when we already had the game in hand. 
I no mean, need. There's no need. You have a bullpen. This is why you have a bullpen. We had Brad Lidge, who was one of the more consistent closers. Um, he was lights out when he won the championship. Number 43. But yeah. you got that's why you have a bullpen. You trust your bullpen. And what happened was basically he wore out our starting pitcher's arms by the time the playoffs happened. And you saw what happened. You saw what them. happened. One nothing. Roy Holiday. Yeah. And if you would have, and for for. Roy Holiday at one time was the greatest pitcher or the best pitcher in the major leagues. Yeah. And if you were, if me, you, and JB would have took this bet in 2011 and said, hey, it's going to come down to the last game, Roy Holiday against what? And Keel? Who the fuck, who the fuck was pitching for the Cardinals? It was a name. Uh, that's a, that's I know a the name. Search. Was it Rick and Keel? I no, can't. Rick and Kill was the guy that hit him. Yeah. He was the guy that got the hit on Roy Holiday. But the, the bet would, if you said, if someone said, hey, Big, but this is the game. This is the game. No. Roy Holiday, he's going to go this long. We're going to lose one nothing. Well, also the sad part crazy. about that series, Car- you- Carpenter, right? Wasn't it a duel? Yeah, Chris Carpenter. Chris Carpenter. Chris Carpenter. Make sure it was Chris Carpenter. It had okay. to be. I remember that. Rick Rick and Kill was the guy that got the one run. And if you remember, we actually let the Cardinals get in. Yep. Because, yeah. Because and here and Pete, this if we had just like lost a game, I think it was either the Mets or the Braves. I want to say the Braves. One of those teams. Um, I remember. I remember it vividly. It was like, okay, you can either purposely lose this, this team. What we got, JB? It was Chris Carpenter. Oh yeah, Chris Carpenter. Sorry, yeah. th- a three hitter. I was just saying that's just for whenever. By the way, who got the run on Roy Holiday? Was it Rick and Keel? Uh, Could you check I just, that? I just closed it. It's all good. It's all good. We well, randomly. Yeah, no, no doubt. My bad. My bad. But yeah, we actually let the Cardinals in by basically destroying the Braves in the one series. And the Braves were already out of it. I mean, they weren't really making the playoffs, but we just wanted to dominate because at that point in time, we just wanted to show our dominance. And that's probably one of the reasons why Charlie left his pitchers in too long. And ultimately, it was our downfall. That and obviously not producing enough runs. Yeah, one nothing. Yeah. Fuck. But, I mean, historically, our biggest problem as a Phillies franchise is not knowing when to blow it up. And Well, that's Philadelphia, period, don't you think? Yeah, and... I, I love this team. I really do. Mm-hmm. But I really worry about the longevity of this team. And, and the reason I say that is like, we have the fourth highest payroll in baseball right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying our team's bad. I mean, obviously we're complaining. We're, we're, we're first place. We're <coughs> contending me. for a spot. Shout out to the Phillies. But we are a very mediocre team. We're a 500 ball club right now. Mm-hmm. That's not good enough when you have the fourth highest payroll in baseball. That right. doesn't seem like a team to me that's going to contend for a championship. doesn't seem like a team to me that's going to stay consistent for the next couple of years. And to top it all off, our prospects and our farm system aren't top notch. Every prospect we seem to develop and bring up that's supposed to be highly touted doesn't really produce on a major league level. And every prospect we seem to trade away seems to go out to another team and produce. J.P. Crawford, Sixto Sanchez, all these guys that we seem to trade away that we feel they have no value seem to go to other teams. And I mean, I see Sixto's hurt right now, but they become all stars. Like J.P. Crawford, he's he's like an all star caliber shortstop right Mm -hmm. now. Um problem is we keep guys like Scott Kingery mm-hmm. and they don't develop in anything. We keep guys like Spencer Howard, they don't develop in anything. We bring up guys like Mikhail Franco, they don't develop in anything. And the problem is we have all these high expectations for these guys and they don't develop. Short-lived. Um, didn't, Mikhail, didn't Franco just do something for the Blue Jays? He just won a game for him or something? It was like a walk-off home run? Did he? He's in Toronto, and I'm like, he's still in the league. Okay, but that's kind of what I'm talking about. He was supposed to be one of our top prospects yeah. coming out, and when he came up, he just did not live up to expectations. He got a really good glove, yeah. but everybody was expecting him to hit 35, 40 home runs, 100 RBIs. And he just wasn't producing those numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Reese Hoskins, but everybody was saying Reese Hoskins was going to be an All Star, like he's a bona fide All Star. He's not. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a really good player, but he's not a bona fide All Star. I love Real Muto. 
But we talked. We had but like we talked about this, mm -hmm. is the thing about Real Muto and his contract is like you have to pay Real Muto their contract. I'm glad that they gave him that contract. But is he going to stay consistently good for the lifespan of that contract? He's thirty. He's thirty. He's a catcher, and consistently catchers kind of lose. Break down. They break down. Buster Posey, Joe Mauer. I mean, these mm -hmm. guys. You know, it's hard to play in a catcher. You got to squat down. Your knees get old. You know, fucked. and that's the pros. Think yeah. about from they were little to high school to JUCO, college, whatever. It's a lot that goes into the body. So, like I said, shout out to the Phillies. They're doing great right now. Their momentum is great. I don't want to take anything away from these guys. And my biggest thing is like I'm not even really doubting them. I think they're going to win this division right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, don't laugh at me. <laughs> Listen, yo, <laughs> Jen. yo, he was cooking and you just <laughs> fucked him up. He's like, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Your oh, face is red. This is why I say, it. listen, I'm not, I'm not just completely doing a 180 saying they're going to win this division. The reason why I think they're going to win this division is one, they're hot at the right time. It's August. I mean, if you're getting hot in August, that's the perfect time to get hot. Better, I mean, deride that September momentum. Second, we have the worst division in baseball right there. NL East is trash, huh? The, the, the NF, NFC East is trash. I mean, I mean, I, NL East, it's trash. All right, we're the best division in this in this in this squad. So we're the best team in this act. We're the best. I'm <laughs> screw myself up. You making hands gestures at me? Screw me up. We 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 in the Phillies, baby. We trying to whisper. We in the Phillies. I'm like we we're going for mental health. I'm like the Phillies. Like bro, come okay. on, Just come on, baby. Let it flow. Who okay. cares? We're the best team in the division. Right. That's the reason why we're in first right now. That obviously we're playing well. Bryce Harper's hitting on all cylinders. People are calling the MVP. He's actually, bat, he's actually batting over 300 right now, which I think a big part. 302? 302, 304. A big reason mm -hmm. why I think that is actually is like he's actually feeling the. He's actually feeling like he's the leader of this squad. He's actually feeling like, okay, we're actually into this right now. Mm -hmm. He's seeing the ball. He's recovered from his eye injury that he had early in the season. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like now that he's kind of settled into Philly. He's not really worried about his newborn anymore because you got to remember he had a newborn child when he first came to the squad. Yeah, um, I just feel like he's kind of like settling into the groove and getting the swing of things. So mm -hmm. that's kind of where I'm at with Bryce Harper. But where? So what do you think? What, where are you? Is it sustainable? Are we going to do it this year? Like, what you think? Well, let, let, uh, no, it's not sustainable. That's why I was laughing at Barney in the first place. No, because like, <laughs> for, because, because like, we're, first of all, I, I loved his mental health check of going into like, we're going to treat yourself and think yeah. about it, and then like everyone, the everyone's going to buy into this six-game winning streak of the Phillies. I already see it happening. Have we again? My my mission all summer long has have we not learned Learn. anything about this franchise? This is bound to happen by the numbers. Of course, it's gonna. You're gonna and, have a six-game winning streak, okay. and then you're gonna have a six-game losing, losing streak, streak when you don't expect it to happen through this run. Like, I, I agree with that. You're absolutely right. And, we have a series against the Dodgers, which was probably gonna be a three-game losing streak. Yes, and by the way, what if they win? Uh, uh, this is why the NL is stupid, and you can <laughs> save JT regardless right now because no one can play first base. So mm -hmm. you just gotta figure. Just move Reese to left field, and it'll be fine. Uh, and then get the DH because that's what the Phillies desperately need I'd like for DH. his contract and for us to for completely forget about Sixto Sanchez in the long run. But <laughs> uh, Barney, mm. no one for their mental health should be should be getting behind the Phillies at this point. I am. <laughs> You're going to be perennially objecting <laughs> to the mental health switch to treat yourself. And actually, by the way, the Phillies are actually helping me. No. 
they're going to crush us all. I just just a forewarning, but I'm glad you're. I, going I will not be crushed if the Phillies don't make the playoffs. I'll be crushed if the Phillies make the playoffs, win a playoff series or two, make it really far, and then blow it all. Then I'll be crushed. Wow. I don't have really any real expectations. I think they're going to win the division. So, so you have no expectations, and immediately once they have a, an opportunity, my expectations every go expectation up. in goes the up. world exactly. Exactly. And what does that lead to? Heartbreak. Depression. Bad psychopathic behavior. (laughs) This thing I had no value on, I'm now putting everything in. Anyway, hope everyone's head's all right. (laughs) We'll see y'all next year. Thanks for coming out. God bless. Good night. I'm going to leave my fills alone here. But no, shut up. I think they're going to win the division. I'm being optimistic. I'm a very optimistic person. What are we betting? What are we betting? What are we betting? What are we betting? It can be something ridiculous. See, I don't know if I'm confident enough to bet on this, but... If if you're right, I will have to uncomfortably do something that is not uncomfortable for you guys to do. Like maybe we'll take the camera out and mm-hmm. I'll just walk up and down uh, Roosevelt Boulevard naked or something like that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> or just say Barney is the best for five minutes of the opening show or something like that. You want to go to Citizens Bank Park and do that? Oh, that's that's easy. a little much. That's easy. <laughs> he, yo, he's talking heavy. I'm like, yeah, yeah? That's, a, that's a little heavy. I'm, I'm saying doing it at Ben Salem with like tourists and everybody commuting and work Ben and Salem's finest per- perusing <laughs> the area. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to get like a cop is going to be. Like, I'm not trying doing? to get you arrested. What are you doing, son? <laughs> I'm saying using my First Amendment rights. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What's this black guy doing with you in camera? What's this black guy with you in camera? I was. What are you doing, sir? Five dollar bet, but John's trying to take it to the next level over here. I like this type of shit. Five dollars is fine. Okay, okay. I was just pussy. trying to make it interesting pussy. because exactly he knows. No, because I don't him listen. Really expose this man. Better, better than money is embarrassment in my, right. in my I'm opinion. I'm like, expose this man. That's true. And I don't have enough confidence in, my, in, the, in the Phillies actually to make that bet. Damn. But I will bet $5. I'll put the pound Just down. to keep it G. Just to keep it G. <laughs> All right, five bucks. <laughs> but if you want to do the other thing, I'm game. I'm with that. Yeah. I'll be in a car recording. I'm not going to be behind you with the camera recording. I'm not getting, not getting cracked oh. in the head. No. My Cop, what are you doing? What are you doing? Camera, what kind of what kind of porn shit is this? I don't know, sir. It's a bet. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not trying to get arrested for this. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I like how JB just said basically your mental health. You will have some issues if you listen to. What? He's not wrong. I've had uh, a lot of mental health issues when it comes to the Phillies. They've let me down a couple of times. Isn't I've that all Philadelphia sports teams? Definitely screened in the bathroom a couple of teams. Yeah. That's the that's the that's why I love being a Philadelphia sports fan. That's why I hate being a Philadelphia sports fan. We we talk with Jay, shout out to the Philly Eye Podcast, but we talk with him. And it's like, yo, dude, it's the same TV show, the same midseason finale, it's the same ending every fucking time. We've seen this TV show. You just haven't watched the show enough because you weren't around to watch the show when it first started. It just You're, proves that everyone enough. is a front runner and Jimmy Rollins is right and no one accepts it. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not from that. I'm a front, front runner. Runners. Everyone in Philadelphia, front every sports fan is a front runner, and it is true. The, it the Eagles mean- are going to suck. The, in my opinion, the Eagles are going to not suck. They're not going to be a good football team. I'm still going to root and run up and down and yell E A G L E S. Of course. This is for me this year with the Eagles. 
If you're a fan and you really want you're this, you're a realist fan. Right. This is where you dig in and it's like, I'm a Birds fan. Yo, I fucking suck. Fuck you. I'm still a Birds fan. That's kind of how it was last year. I'm a when Birds everybody fan. was kind of writing them off, I'm like, I'm still watching every I'm game. I'm still watching. Yeah. I talk all this shit in the world, <laughs> but Sunday, if there's nothing to do with my lady or whoever I'm seeing, I'm watching the Birds. All right. Yeah. Mental health check. What's up? Stop fucking doing that. No, because it's I'm, 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 a, I'm a fucking everybody. sucker for pain. I'm yeah. telling everyone I'm a sucker that's, for that's abuse. That's a part of being a Philadelphian. This <laughs> I love the abuse. I mean, I built my life around this football. This is True. Trust me. This Trust is true. I know where everyone's coming from. True. If it's bad, turn it off and go to the grocery store. No. They don't. It, you know. No. You know exactly what's going to keep happening. You're going to expect a change, yep. and you just feel like you're going to miss out. And guess what? I feel like there's also- there's a thing called YouTube that gives you a 14 minute condensed <laughs> version of everything of that any time you can watch it. I think it's also- I don't know why, as sports fans, this is this is my question to you guys. Back. Why, as sports fans, mm-hmm. can we not get rid of the live element? Even though, mm-hmm. even though, I mean, gambling, yes, but uh, that's the only this. really reason why. Uh, mm-hmm. Outside of that, there is no reason to watch live sports anymore. Dopamine, serotonin, melatonin. Oh yeah, yes. Though, That's yeah, why. Absolutely. But but sports <coughs> fans, the rest of the world is disconnected. Like every other genre of yeah, entertainment is going, going like, oh yeah, I can do that whenever I want. Yeah. I'll catch up and watch the birds. Game, red whatever. zone. I, I would just yeah, I would like red to. Zone. Con- well, I, if there's a condensed version zone. of red zone, I want to see it. Well, because, there is something uh, to that. I mean, I feel like this generation really does not watch sports like our generation does. Yeah. Like this, these kids yeah, yeah, today, yeah. they watch replays, they watch highlights, yeah, yeah. and they, and they want to have an in depth conversation. It's yeah. like what for us? I think it's more of a badge of honor. Like yeah, I sat through that game. I don't care how badly our team is. I'm gonna sit through and watch. It's like basically the mentality of like oh my team's getting blown out, but I'm gonna sit to the end of the game because I'm a real fan. You know, I'm gonna sit here and watch this. It's, it's, it, that's how we grew up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We didn't have options. We didn't have options. There were options. You know, there were fucking it's options. like that was your team. It's shitty, and you're gonna support them no matter what till the that's, end. Oh, and that's not front running to me. That's no I, doubt. I, okay. I, I, okay. Any, okay. Any, anybody that that's 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 being a little bitch. <laughs> 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 if you're gonna like, oh, I'm a Pittsburgh Penguins and a Duke fan, like that's yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Middle that's finger. That's not what I'm talking about. See, and, and when you hear front runner, people think automatically disloyal. No. We're, I'm loyal as hell, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to, unless there's a plan like the process and mm-hmm. I know what's going on, mm-hmm. because then it's exciting to lose. Mm-hmm. If you are, and the Flyers fans are a perfect example of this, mm-hmm. they just keep eating the shit, shit and they just keep eating it. More, more shit, it sir, in, please. And more money into more? the thing that yeah. they have zero control over, yeah. and yet feel as though their energy can move Ed's not, or you know, all due respect, yeah. ownership, ownership to where, and it's it it's not possible that it's a it's it's a yeah. facade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like maybe if you're loud enough, if the radio gets loud enough, sure. And we that's an example of Middleton. The only but, way to stop this shit is what? Stop buying the tickets stop, and stop watching. Just turn around and uh, say, I'm not going to be addicted uh, to the thing anymore. Stop buying. We're yeah. all addicted, and yeah. it, it I'm is, addicted, it's bro. Horrible for our, our mental health. I'm addicted. Horrible. I will watch if I'm working. If I have anything to do on a Sunday, I will cut a fucking app on and watch the Eagles on my phone. Yeah, like, yeah, I have. I am. It's, it's, I'm kind of the same it's way. Yeah, dead. and and if that doesn't ring to you, how about this? If you're a Star Wars fan like I, I am. Imagine George Lucas, which he's done, mm-hmm. manipulating us every single day and, and and asking us for money uh-huh. every single he day. Does. And 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 I was like, yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. Here's yes. a uh-huh. here's a and new re-edited I'm going, version. I'm going. Wait a minute. This you're you're manipulating my nostalgia for the things that I fell in love for Facts. and yeah. selling it back to me. Facts. And that is what everybody tells. Well, I'll be here 
when the players are gone, but I'm here. That's what I got to <laughs> do with. And I'm like, so stop dealing with it. No. Turn it off. No. Yeah. Go home. No. Same with video games, guys. Sony and all that don't Shh. care about you. They facts. don't care about Yo, you. Facts. They don't facts. care. They facts. don't care. They don't care. Yeah. Facts. So. That PS5 shit. Facts. <laughs> facts. You can't find. I thought I asked you about that. Yeah, we did we talk about, about that, that. Off the air. Like, I'm not paying $1,200 for a PS5. No. Like, it's a great system, I'm sure, but it's not worth $1,200. No. I'll wait. I'll wait like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Big uh, time. But uh, anyway, go Phillies. <laughs> Again, the abuse, the you just love the punishment. You love the punishment. I'm a Philly. I'm Philly through and through. I'm, so. I'm a four for four guy. I might not be as knowledgeable as I was in baseball as I was as a kid. And the same thing with hockey. I'm but three for if four. I'm, I'm four for four I'm, as a front runner, I'm two for four. Like real deal, <laughs> holy field. Real deal, holy field. I'm two for four. Here's Man. a real bet I'll give to both of you. What's that? If the Eagles are bad and mm-hmm. I'm wrong mm-hmm. and it's terrible, what I want you to do mm-hmm. is do what I did last year. What's that? Because I knew they were going to be bad last year. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. So I just said, I'm checking out. I'm not going to pay. I'll pay attention to the live thing. If the game's interesting, I'll stick with it. If mm-hmm. not, see ya. I'm going to go do something else cool that makes me happy. And I then did come that. Back to it on demand. Because Let's check it out, dude. Watching on Twitter, it just gasses you up even more and more and more and more. Because I can't watch live sports without Twitter now. Because I, it's, I, I have Twitter. to feel a, a yeah, part I'm not of the a Twitter game. guy. So like, or, or whatever social media or whatever. Uh, it was the best season of my life. Because you knew they were going to be bad. Because I was like, you know what? They're going to be bad. And if you embrace all that and just sit back and go like, oh, yeah. I told you. I knew this was going to happen. So That's kind of my stance with a lot of shit where it's just like, I don't like being right, but I was right. Yeah. And now, now I'm I'm against the wave too because I know this team's going to be good. I know my mental health is going to be good because of it. If it's not, obviously, I'm going to do a quick 180. Make it fun. Like around game five. Around game five. You're like, yeah, what I tell you, sir. Uh, But I I think this is... uh, yeah, because then the, the highs are really high. Yeah. Well, I was oh, optimistic yeah. about the Super Bowl year, and wow. What that a, was a what good a, year. So, that was a great very year. good year. Damn. Yo, see? Yo, we both just like, that was a great year. <laughs> Everything Damn, was just magic that was about that year, year dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could walk in a fucking deli. You'd walk in uh. anywhere, go birds, high-fiving people. Babies are walking around. It's like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, Everything that was the only year I actually had season tickets. Thank God. And the this atmosphere in that place was ridiculous. Tell them about the bet. You, you could have wagered some money on that team and you didn't I don't fucking talk about it. So, yeah, talk that before shit. Before the season, I had a buddy who was in Vegas and basically he had, was placing bets. He was a better. And he, I basically said, because I'm not like a huge gambling guy, but I was like, listen, put 50 bucks on the birds to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and he's like, that's a horrible bet. Not only is that a horrible bet, you're, you're not going to go to you know Vegas to cash it out. So what's the point in me placing this bet in Vegas? Because, if, And at the time, I'd be like, yeah, that's good logic. But thinking now, like if we had won, obviously I'm going to Vegas to cash that out because that's money. A big-ass bag. Yeah. A big-ass fucking bag. But long story short, he convinced me not to make the bet. He's like, you're just throwing away 50 bucks. Which is what your mental health was talking about. Fuck people. Do what you got to do. It's going to exactly. make you fucking happy, was sir. It, was it plus 5,000 or something? It was something Something ungodly. ridiculous. Because no one had the Eagles winning the fucking Super Bowl. And you were in a place where you could only bet live, right? I, he was in a place that you could only bet live. I was home. He was in Vegas. I was like, put 50 bucks oh, on the birds for dude. me. Nah, yeah, that's that's I, that's... Why on earth would he talk you out of that? I believe Barney. Like, Barney yeah. don't lie in cap oh, about shit. Like, I, I'm like, This is the kind word. of guy who's like, that's a I'm, bad friend. It's a bad friend. That's yeah. all I was trying to point out. It's a terrible friend. We're actually not friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I didn't even know that. Oh, shit. But that's almost some what? other shit. But anyway, we're not friends anymore. But anyway. <laughs> 
But that's that's you got to take that bet, Marty. Yeah, got to take that. Bet. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I always, I never talk anyone out of placing the preseason odds bet. Yeah, because like you, everyone's wrong about one or two teams easily. Mm-hmm. And then I'm putting money on Ryan Tannehill. I'm putting on Ryan. I'm putting money on Ryan Tannehill to win MVP. Mm-hmm. I'm putting some money on the Titans to go to the Super Bowl or at least the AFC. Five bucks, ten bucks, but like they're going. Actually, Tannehill's what? Smart bet. Yo, wait, wait, thirteen to one or something. Like I don't that? even know, but I'm going to put like fifty bucks. At one point, Kyler Murray was talked about to be the NFL MVP for this last, last year, season. and it's like, yo, Ryan Tannehill, Julio Jones, that team, they're going to push that kid. It's going to be a quarterback. Yeah. It's just or, quarterback. or Josh Allen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're going to push them kids. Like, yo, I'll put the money on them. Sorry, I'll just put it. What's, I win two fifty off of. 50 I can bucks? see Kyler Murray being the MVP though. For real though, like if you think about it, like think about his trajectory and think about that squad. You, I could see him having an MVP season well, this, this year. This year should be the breakout year because it's year three. I can yeah. see it. But, I'm not saying he's going to be. I could, I'm, I could yeah. see him being in contention. I think Cliff uh, fucks that up. Too much. Oh, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. No, I'm like, I'm like, you. how? I live in Philadelphia. Yo, if you have those superpowers, let's use them for good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, why would I no, do that? I think Cliff Kingsbury is just like how I don't know how he still has a job. To be honest with you, I so. I don't know. I just remember he was the first coach that was going to allow the players cell phone breaks. He was the first coach, like, hey, you guys want to get on Twitter? We're done meetings. Go do your That's ten minutes and come back. I'm like, what? That's a but they they they're not a bad football team. They're not a good football team, but they're not bad. No, not bad. I actually think that was a smart move. Right. I'm like, he, I I laugh, but I'm like, he gets these players. Yeah. They have to have the vice. They have their brands. They're addicted to it. Yeah. Yeah. Or else they'd be like, you know, doing it the wrong time. You know what I'm saying? If we can, we got, when we have a few more minutes left, we're going to go into a topic of talk your shit. Uh, Do you want to do the world versus the USA right now? I think while it's hot, I think we should get into that real quick. So, Barney. Yes. So what, what, what what is your what was your statement to me? What was your thought process with this? All right. So so shout out to Team USA. They just brought home the gold. Uh, winners. Um, winners. They're winners. We piss excellence. We piss excellence. <laughs> Shit, Fuck gold. You. Fuck Shit gold. Shit gold. You're patronizing. Whatever you want to call. It. My point is, the world talent as a collective is catching up. And in fact, I'll go as far to say the the talent collectively in the world is better than the collective talent in the United States. And when I'm saying that, I'm saying the foreign-born players that are playing right now in this country, in the NBA, or all over the world in general, I think if you put together an Avengers-type ensemble of those players Mm -hmm. versus an Avengers ensemble type of players from the U.S.-born players, Mm -hmm. the world players would dominate. Dominate. And and, and I don't know if it's even close. I mean, mean, I'm basing that off of the fact that the U.S. had trouble just beating these players individually. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert, Evan Fournier, those were the top players on this French France team that actually already beat Team USA. So what I'm saying is if you take a collective of all these teams' best players and then you add in the best foreign-born players who aren't, weren't in, these, on, in the Olympics, mm-hmm. it'd be unstoppable. And I actually have a list of those players right now. Yeah, here we go. He came <laughs> just, prepared. Just to prove my argument on what I'm talking I'm gonna about. I'm going to counter you off the top of my head. All right. So let, 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 let's let start with the last three MVPs have been foreign-born. Let's get to the 10, brother. Get right. to the 10. We're we, we working on time. Here. So, <laughs> so I got Luca at point. Mm-hmm. I got Kyrie at shooting guard because everybody forgets Kyrie is Canadian. Mm-hmm. I got Giannis at the three. I got Siakam at the four. I got mm-hmm. Embiid at the five. That's your starting five. That's my starting five. I got Ben coming off the bench. I got Shaker Gurley's Alexander at my starting two. Mm-hmm. My, that's my bench two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Sabonis 
and Joker and Gobert coming off the bench as my backcourt. That's your 10 world 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 edition of the Monstars. Yeah. That's your 10. That's my 10. My my rebuttal to Barney with this is I actually I will agree and say that the world has caught up with the US the United States of fucking America. However, I think that if the world were to get their 10 and the United States were to get their 10 best, we beat them. We just beat them. I, I, it's, I, maybe I'm being a homer. Maybe I'm just being biased. I don't. I, I, I hear what you're saying. What you're starting. You're starting ten off the top from me for my starting five. My starting five. I think we did this a few weeks ago. Yeah. My starting five. I'm going De'Aaron Fox. I'm going Steph Curry at two. I'm going LeBron at three. I'm going Kevin Durant at four, and I'll go DeAndre Ayton at five. Okay. That right there. That's my starting five. I th- and I got Harden on the bench, Jason Tatum. I have, still have guys off the bench. I think you have better players on the bench than your starting five. Probably, but it depends on what you roll out. I'm just giving yeah. you, hey, who would I put out? Because with these with these interchanging pieces, it could be small ball versus your big, your Monsters edition. There's so much nuance to it. For me, I just think that the athleticism, the spacing, and when the, the when we figure out what to do. The biggest issue with the U.S. versus these teams this year was that they tried to play the San Antonio Spurs game, which is ball movement, slow, precise passes. We're going to execute this play where it's like, dude, I'm a better athlete than these guys. Let me do what I do. And once they figured it out, you saw it like, wait. And I said this to you, this United States team, I think is probably the second or third worst assembled team ever for the U.S. And they still won the gold. They still won the gold. And I agree with that. They are a better team and they're a better ensemble team of the mm-hmm. players they I guess the teams they played. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is if you take Giannis and all the other guys that I mentioned mm-hmm. and put them on one team, we, are are they more athletic? No, because no. The no. issue so and that's, no, and that's kind they of they are saying. athletic. They are athletic, but the issue with your world squad versus the US is that you can't play Jokic and Bead and Giannis on the floor at the same time. You can't because there's no spacing. Who's shooting the ball? Where if I if I if I run if I go Clay well, Steph I, and James Harden I, I had, I'll shoot you off the gym. I had Jokic coming off the bench. All right, so if you so if you go Embiid and you go Siakam at the four, I got Siakam at the four. No I shooters. Got at the three. No shooters. Luka and Kyrie. I'll I'll, t- I'll I will take that and we'll beat you up. My backcourt's bigger than your backcourt, and my guys will run the small thing. But this is this is a two K argument. This is literally like find uh, the world's best, it, find the world's blood, the two best players in the world to play NBA two K. Let them figure out their squads and say, get that. What I'm trying to say is, you mm-hmm. match Kyrie up against Steph Curry. To me, that's kind of a wash. Steph washes him. Steph washes him, but I'm saying it's kind of a wash when you talk about like Steph can't defend Kyrie, Kyrie can't defend Steph. Steph then you got De'Aaron Fox versus Luca. I'll take the. What do you I'll think Luca's going to do to De'Aaron Fox? He's not going to be able to get there because you got big guys in the middle. Of the, in, in the in the middle, all your bigs will be right in the middle. Like, hey, give me the ball. And he's like, no, I have to do big, big hot shit. I'm six foot ten. That's cool. That's cool. I'm just saying it, I, it, it works for the foreign teams. Well, this is this is going to have to be a conversation we come back to because again, we are kind of fixed with time. I hear what you're saying. I acknowledge it. Okay. I, I acknowledge it. I'm saying that you're right. The world has caught up. I think it's a beautiful thing. I just think that if it comes down to the USA putting their primo top tier God edition players, the all men, the all Madden squad of the USA in in the Olympics versus the all Madden squad of the world, we win. It might not be a blowout, but we win. We win. It definitely won't be a blowout. I'll say we'll that. We definitely to you. have to continue this conversation, right? Of course, we'll have, we have to break. To. It, we'll have to break it down the nuances of it and all, but yeah. And and I'll have to. And that's the thing with the counter. Like, yo, I'll counter your five. I'll counter with this. You want to run that? I'll run this. I'm not even a basketball coach, but I think yeah. a decent coach. Like, hey, we can do that. But the world has caught up. 
And I think that what you're seeing right now, more players are going to be inspired to want to go to the Olympics now. That's fair. A lot of these players don't want to go because, yeah, a lot of these <laughs> players don't want to go because it's a waste of my time. I've already got a gold. Now that these guys are getting better, the USA is going to be like, yo, fuck this. Yo, we got to go show something. You saw Kevin Durant start talking shit with Draymond Green. Yeah, like, all you fucking haters. Talking shit to me personally. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Barney, <laughs> sing the dream. Fuck you. Yeah. Fucking Draymond Green talking shit because they're like, yo, you guys doubted us. They, yo, yeah. the US was the number four in power rankings and they still won the gold. They were fourth. The world said the US is fucking Like sucks. I said, their biggest competition was Rudy Gobert and Evan Fournier. That beat them. But if they you, beat them. Like I said, Rudy Gobert is the 10th best player I got on my they world team. They beat them earlier. That France team beat this United States team. That's defense. kind of the point I'm trying to make. But this this shitty-ass United States team beat them when it counted. And if you just add, like, Luka Doncic to that they France lose. team, they still— They, they lose. Nah. They lose. Best best five NBA, best five world, and they actually did it. It'd be— It's close. —a very awesome series that I'd like to see. And I think the USA would—it wouldn't be a blowout again. I'm just being a biased homer right I now, I think the world would give— that much more shit, and that is the difference. I think the, the five USA, that, the, they they step up. I don't think so. I think the moment that Kevin Durant and and Harden would fall asleep for a second. Thank you. Harden's on the bench. Hard, Harden don't even start. He's Harden's not starting. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whoever you want to put Look, there. You're starting what five. I'm saying for, is your the best world, five. The world players would work together a lot better than the collective. The USA's best players. Just just on the just on the <laughs> the optics alone. Mm -hmm. That's why. I hear, I hear y'all. I'm being a Homer bias guy. The best five in the in the NBA, if they're motivated. See, it's, it's a shame we have to even talk about that but versus the United, right? And versus the world. I will say that they'll be motivated. Can we all agree. I just don't like them. Yeah, not that's really the reason. They're, they're a little not, old. I don't like them, and they're a little old. All the world, they're old. The U.S.'s best players are kind of old. They're all over thirty. And one of them is on Twitter all the time, which I, I mean, I rather enjoy. <laughs> but I mean, one of them is on Twitter all the time, yelling at. Steve from freaking Mount Airy or whoever. Yeah, well, I don't like him because he's a snake. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Durant, well. uh, the guy that jumped teams or whatever. You know, but yeah, who else? Yeah. Then, then it, so is LeBron and so is everybody else has jumped a team. I'm, 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 I'm not a fan me? of him. Are you kidding me? Now yes. That Dame the Willard United States has officially waved the white flag. You still think Kevin he's Durant's not on my team? He's not on my team. He, he, I don't care. No, hell, hell I don't what? care. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You Kevin Durant versus Kevin, Dame Lillard. You think Kevin Durant is a snake? Kevin Durant he did is a snake. Everyone else has no, done now. No, 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 no. He didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yes, what Kevin he did. What Kevin Durant did? If you play ball, there was no super team there. It's not a fact. You, no, 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 no. It was no. never going to happen. These are two different arguments. No, it's not. Dame Lillard was promised. So first of all, here's the difference. Kevin Durant wasn't promised anything by Sam Presti. They, they, they fucked oh, up when they got oh, rid of Yo, I'll, I'll let you cook. I'll let you cook. Let me cook. Sam Presti fucked that OKC team up by trading James Westbrook. I'm sorry, uh, James Harden. He kept those two. They tried and tried and tried. They couldn't get over the hump. What happened was they lose to the Golden State Warriors. This is what makes the Kevin Durant move so egregious. You were up three games to nothing what? against the Warriors. You lost four straight. What you did was, was in, in equivalence, you and your, your starting four from your neighborhood, you go play basketball at a basketball court every weekend. It's your basketball, and I got my four. We beat everybody. And so this one week, it's a new starting five. Who the fuck are they? They beat us two weekends in a row. I go to knock on Kevin Durant's door like, yo, you ready to play ball? Kev don't open the door. I call Kev. Kev don't pick the phone up. Fuck it. He'll just meet us at the court. I get to the court. Kevin Durant is with the team that beat me two weeks in a row and? with his ball. And? 
No, no, are that's, they, that's, that's, that's bullshit. Play, you don't playing, do shit like that. Are they playing together? Don't in do shit like are that. they playing together in Brooklyn right now? Or are they not? Then they lost. Yes, they okay, are. Okay, good. They are. Did they have to have? They are. Did they have to stop? Did they have to have a third star before they agreed to go and do that? Yep. So Dame if Lillard's they would have done the same thing, uh-huh. and if Sam Presti got his head out of his ass <laughs> and actually did something about uh-huh. it, it would have worked. But everyone tried, man. Everyone tried to beat the Warriors. Everyone. Everyone. And they couldn't. Daryl Morey got close. Uh, who cares? I do, because so he's, he's our president. The only so, thing so, that beat the Warriors was injury. Let's be real. He's our president. It, uh, Let's be yeah. real. The only thing that beat the Warriors was injury. That's yeah. literally the only yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. beat That's the Warriors. It. But the Dame Lillard thing, it. Dame was promised, hey, we're going to do this and do that. He's being more professional by saying, hey, I want to be here. Behind closed doors, get me the fuck out of here. I think for the Olympics to be done, and now that yeah. they're over, we're that's, really going to see where that's, Dame's that's at. Two, that's two different arguments. I've been here. It is not two different You guys have tried and tried. No one's coming to Portland. different window Nobody's coming. Just window. different window dressing. I respect Dame because he's saying the right things. Is yeah, Dame what's he doing now? Shit? Oh, because he said the right things, it's okay. But I'm now okay that he's, with that. But now that he's doing the exact Dame's same thing that KD go did, Dame's not going to go play for the Lakers. Dame's not going to go. He's going to go to New York or whatever, and he's, he's going coming to, here. Is yeah, he's then, coming here. And then what is he going to do? I don't know. He's going to go recruit the third guy that Good. they need. Good. And he's going to do that in New York or no, Philly. He's not. And guess he's coming what? Here. If he goes to New York and beats going to, and we I know talked I've about said that. that. How about, we talked about, how about that. this hot take? How about this hot take? Unbelievable. The only players that seem to win championships are uh-huh. foreign-born players. No, that's a flawed <laughs> argument. No, listen, that's flawed, Barney. No, no, now you're fucking with me. Listen, yo, listen, that's listen, flawed. Listen to this. Listen to this. Name, yo, besides, listen, we, listen. We, we, I've already got you with this, okay. What? It seems to me that only foreign-born players uh-huh. can win a championship uh-huh. being the the guy, and they don't need help from other MVP style Cowboys. Name out. two besides the two ones, Dirk and Giannis. Take them out their equation. Who were the foreign-born players that won championships and won MVPs? Take Dirk and take Giannis out of here. How many how many uh, MVPs did Hakeem win when he won? Hakeem won. I don't even think he won an MVP. No, but I'm saying how many MVP Cowboys players did Hakeem have when he won a championship? He had a he had a few. Who? Hall of Fame players? MVP caliber players. MVP. The first year, that's nah nobody. Vernon Maxwell, Sam Cassell. And that's the point I'm Robert Ory. Robert Ory. Robert Ory. Then they traded, they got Clyde Drexler. So yeah, so so in, or, in order to win a championship, okay. in order to win a championship, you gotta have that. And well, let's talk about the last Let's say twenty years, because okay. because our listeners, the younger guys, don't know, they don't even know who the fuck Hakeem Hakeem is. Okay, got you on that. Who's Hakeem Hakeem? Not Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem the Dream. Right. Hakeem Hakeem. Why do you think I call myself Steen the Dream? Hakeem the Dream. Steen the Dream. Shut I'm up. just saying that that is, that is a thing. <laughs> it's don't, not. I know who Hakeem is. It's yeah. not <laughs> the for, foreign. Yo, foreigners do win, but in the last twenty well, years, saying, like, foreigners don't need other star players they around. They do. Them. That Maverick squad was loaded with older players. They were still loaded. Jason Kidd was past his prime. Hall of, was Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. He in the first ball. Tyson Chandler's going to be a Hall of Famer. Tyson Chandler ain't no Hall of Famer. He's getting in. Stop. It's the NBA Hall Stop. of Famer. It's not the NFL. Stop. It's easy to get in. Stop. It's easy to get How in. How is Tyson Chandler a Hall of Famer? He is. He's Tyson a sec- Chandler. He's a second bollet guy. He gets in just off of def- defense. Tyson Chandler. In like six years from now, Tyson Chandler's going to be built up. You're out of your mind. No, I'm not. That's You're how, out of your mind. It's the NBA Hall of Tyson Fame. Tyson Chandler is not. It's me. not the NFL. That yo, Jason Terry. That Maverick squad was fucking loaded. Sean Marion should be in the Hall he, of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer. Taylor. He's a Hall of Famer. And he's not going to get in. I'm, my point is, they, they were still, they were still the Hall of Fame Hall guys of Famer, with them. The only Hall of Famer on that team is Jason Kidd, and he was way past his prime. That's all I'm saying. He's the all-time, what is it, all-time uh, guy with the three percentage. He's and the he all-time was old. Guy. He was old. He could still produce. He was old. He still produced. He produced. And they beat and they beat the so-called greatest team ever assembled. Dirk beat the greatest team ever assembled. That the just Mavericks like, did, just because like, they played defense. 
They play defense. You know that. That was a defensive-minded team. Rick Carlisle hold was on, a better coach. Hold on. Also, it's because they let J.J. Barea get in LeBron's head. I mean, was, that's, I said, that's he, on LeBron. He, he owned a condo in LeBron's that's, head. That's, that's LeBron. We're moving the goalposts now. I'm just saying. We're moving the goalposts. But that's kind of what I'm saying. We're moving the goalposts. That's what I'm saying. What are you saying? I'm saying... They didn't have star players. J.J. Barea was starting star on their They had star players. They had star players. LeBron James had boop. Yeah, yo, yo, just want to championship yo, with you're Chris You're bugging the fuck out. LeBron James had Booby Gibson. He had Anthony Williams. He had... Dog, that squad that got swept by the Spurs, that squad sucked ass. What are you talking about? LeBron carried those guys. You're about to say Giannis did what? This Giannis chip, yo, it's great. It's beautiful to see a kid that worked. He stayed with one team. He did everything what you're supposed he to do in the NBA. Big talent. He did that, right? Yeah. LeBron James through, championship against that 73 and 9 Golden State Warriors is the greatest thing you'll ever see. That squad's they won 73 games. And the, LeBron James had a lesser, even with Kyrie and an older Kevin Love. And if why you look did they at come back? Teams, why did they come back? I don't know because you, they had LeBron James because he's the shit. Draymond getting suspended had anything to do with they that. They still would have won because Draymond would do some dumb shit. And it, that don't matter. I'm not worried about the variables and the ifs. Who won? Why did, they win? why did they win? Because LeBron James LeBron James won. That's okay. why. Okay. That's why. Why did USA win the gold? It don't matter if they if, because they if were playing Slovenia lost and, and Luka lost in the first round. You play who you play. Yeah. I can't I can't come up with the variables in this. What I'm saying is if you had a larger collection of the world's best talent, they, they don't get, win. They get washed. They, don't win. they get washed. They get washed. Washed. Okay. They get washed. Okay. They 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 caught up to the U.S. Yeah, but if I take my primo again, primo top ten god players versus the world, man, get out of here. It'll be close. It'll be close. And if we're hold on, if we're going FIBA rules versus NBA rules, it's different. FIBA rules, like I said, it's closer. NBA rules, we bust oh, your ass. Oh, that it's was, closer. Yo, that was dope. He said the smoke coming out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm like, oh shit, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Fuck that. USA, let's go. World team, where that shit? It'll be crushed. <laughs> they die. They die. It's really that shit. It's really me and Barnes' desire to like. That's cool. To, to, I'm Apollo I, Creed on you, motherfuckers. I know it's fine, and I think you're right. <laughs> I, I actually do think you're right. If if if, but, if we go FIBA, it's closer. But I still want to see it. I, would, <laughs> yo, I, see the I said this to Barney. Yo, in the next two or three years, if if you're getting if you're getting Jake Paul versus Floyd Mayweather Ugh. and all these, but think what I'm saying, all these all these weird ass unique matches, someone's going to foot the bill and say, yo, I'll get the ten world, you get the all ten right. USA. We're going to see that. On that note, what do we think of this then? Because I've been wanting We're to see. It. I want to. I've been wanting this to happen for a long time. Oh, shit. I want someone. Now that you can do this to pay the seniors of the national championship game mm -hmm. team yeah, and the kids. play the worst team in the NFL Ooh. for an exhibition and finally just do it for once. Who's the worst team? Whoever it is that year. Jaguars this year, then? It would be the Detroit <clears throat> Lions, I think, by the math, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be. So it would. the Lions versus Alabama. with Jared Goff versus Alabama seniors. Uh, and you can fill in from there. Like, Everything if, else. With juniors or whatever. Like... Because you can do that now, I think, and just change the – you don't have to use Alabama's logos or nothing and just say just line up it's an play. exhibition from the best players of Alabama and just – So you figure it's like Mac Jones with Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith. Yeah, and, yeah all that. Najee Harris. And just go, okay, guys, hey, guess, <laughs> hey, guess what, NFLers? I'm going to pay Patrick you. Sertain. Everyone here nah, gets $5 million. Everyone gets $5 million <laughs> bucks. Listen, five million, $5 million bucks to play. I think mm -hmm. everybody does it. For one exhibition game. The difference between football, the NFL, and the NBA, it's technique. Like, the NFL is technique like a motherfucker. So, an offensive line in college, 
Alabama gets by because they're the they're the creme de la creme. It's five star. The guy next to me is five star, five star. But remember the jump from college. Like even you, even if you be, even if you're an all American, there's all American kids that get drafted that can't play in NFL. I, I think college that, wins. By the way, what I'll rules are you playing by? NFL win. rules or I think the NFL pros rules win. or college rules. And by it's NFL, close by NFL rules. I think NFL I think rules. the pros win. I think the pros I think win. The pros probably win, but it's close. It, I say it's close. It's, it's close. close. It won't be like oh they're getting fucking trashed. It'll come down to a field goal. I might go three to ten points. Pros, as opposed to the NBA, mm-hmm. and I and I'm, I'm I'm trust me when I say this, mm-hmm. there is a massive difference in yeah. athlete between the NFL and, and college. And college. Oh it's God. a okay? big difference. Yes. I, I agree big difference. wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Definitely. However, what the NFL lacks all the time, and I mm-hmm. think Motive. is different from the NBA when it's strictly just based on your athletic mm-hmm. talent and how good you are at the sport. Is it the motivation and like your your uh, inner, the inner, the I gut think check? The coaching is very overrated in the NFL, and it's underrated in college, and and. Because our examples in the NFL are so poor, and we're about to see another one with Urban Meyer. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> if people took more risks in college in terms of the play Opening calling, yeah. how to design a system, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, <clears throat> I think that's the difference, and I'd like to see it. The because last, the worst coach in the NFL is certainly nowhere close to the best college coach in 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 football. What was that? You said the worst coach the in the NFL worst, is nowhere near. The worst NFL coach uh-huh. is nowhere near as good the best NFL coach in college. It's it's the it, it is yeah. If you're giving me a choice between Dan Campbell and mm-hmm. fucking uh, Nick, Nick Saban, Saban, and you got to fit those two things in, and they have to figure out how to beat one another, I'm taking the college team almost every. And college college is literally with good coaches. You just don't know about. Them. Well, the NFL, the NFL too. When you say about the coaching, remember in college. So I'm trying to be long winded. In college, you don't even see Nick Saban. Nick Saban's somewhere drinking coffee. Yeah. You have the eye in the sky never lies. So you have zones. There's a clock. The clock goes for 15 minutes. Once 15 minutes up, you go to your different zone. That's where the individual coaches and the position coaches come in. If those guys aren't good, you're not going to be good. And I think it's the same thing in the NFL. The NFL is just different because you're a professional. We're going to, I'm going to critique, again, your technique. When you're watching film, if you're stepping outside, yo, your base is off. You're creating this lane. So you're going to keep your right tight, keep your hand up, come this way. That's all the pros do where it's like, yo, I know what I have to do, but it's the small things. If my left foot comes out, that's an issue. Like They critique that. And, and in college, you ain't shit. We're going to break you down and build you back up the way we want you to. Once you get to the pros, you know what the fuck you're doing. I'm all going to go back and forth yeah. with you. Okay. You're that good. So why? So why? And I, what's the problem? What do you mean? So why? Why when you squeeze? Why aren't you coming down? When you wrong, well, what's the problem? I I, I kind of agree with that logic, and I don't because I, mean, I feel is. like the reason why they don't practice tackling anymore is kind of what you said. It's like you're supposed to already know that. they know what they're doing. But to but that same don't. token, nobody. They, that, yeah. But on that same token, if you notice the pros, nobody really wraps up anymore. Well, that's like, well, they don't they don't tackle right anymore. Well, it's, it's not that it's and it's, they're it's, adjusting the rules to how you tackle, and they're not practicing, which is becoming a, a real issue. That's honestly. the old school well, NFL it, versus the new new school NFL. Cliff, here's where I'll I'll, I'll push back on that a little bit. You would agree that most. Most secondaries, no matter what level, you're mm-hmm. playing Big Twelve now. Facts, yeah, right. yeah facts. And, and right. Running guns spread. Oh, but Here. crap! It's Big Twelve, Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Now, every the NFL is doing that. Yeah, now it doesn't. Well, they've yeah, adjusted. So, so I'm saying mm-hmm. the NFL is adjusting to the college mm-hmm. more Finally. more than the other way around. Yeah, facts. And I feel as though that we know this is to be true too. Like just the creativity that tries to get to the NFL college gets stopped all the time yeah. because of the systems. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Howie Roseman well, with Chip and- Kelly. Remember Chip <laughs> Kelly his yeah. first year with the uh, the mayonnaise sandwich. I this. And it's like what the fuck is that? Like, that shit don't. It's nothing. That shit don't mean nothing. Once who who cracked the Chip Kelly code was like, yo, they don't throw the ball in the field. 
It was the Jets. Someone was just like, yo, all this fast shit, it does slow the game down and watch. No, it, they, was, it was the Chargers. They basically figured out that yeah. Chip Kelly's offense was so fast, we're going to gas out the defense. Yeah. like, okay, but that's when, fine. But when it comes into technique and like really like understanding. And for like the first like 10 plays. Really understanding the technique. Yeah. They don't throw the ball in the field. Everything's crisscross. Everything's in the middle. So yeah. just play too deep. Give them everything underneath. We don't give a fuck because they're not throwing the ball in the field. Yeah. And once, and that's the, that's the difference with the pros. Get all those yards. Well, yeah. yeah. It's, it, we'll, we'll play the too deep. That's the difference with the pros. Well, they also had Sam Bradford, who I don't think could throw the ball down the field. It's still, it's still, it's still, <laughs> saying, it's still the pros. It's still the pros. Yeah. They, a defensive quarter say, "Yo, boom!" A college quarter, he smoked college. Mm-hmm. He smoked college. He had, yo, he didn't get, he didn't get Chip Kelly. Okay, to your point earlier, you said something about uh, the the college game. The first coach I ever saw, as far as being in, as just far as being a fucking genius, it was Rich Rodriguez with West Virginia. Pat White, Steve oh, yeah, Slayton. Yeah. That was fun. And uh we had we oh, had their we had their fucking fullback. He played for the Eagles. Owen Schmidt. That fucking squad, if, if you really want to go back and watch like the spread where everybody was fucking fast and they ran a triple option, that was the first team where I was like, yo, this option shit is deadly. Then the second go round was Oregon. Chip Kelly wasn't recruiting five star guys. Well, it was Oregon and Boise State because they were doing some shit too. Yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying as far as ingenuity, like, hey, this these systems are now in the NFL. Yeah. They're just, it's just that now I know what I want to do. It's nuance. Again, it's back to technique. In college, I got the faster guy. I don't give a fuck what you run. You can't keep up with the hurry up offense. De- What's the guy's name? DeAnthony Thomas? Look up DeAnthony Thomas from Oregon. That kid, that kid was lights out. <laughs> and they thought he was going to be yeah. Tyreek Hill. And then the 49ers <laughs> got him. And next thing you know, he can't catch, he can't yeah. run because he's a small guy. It's the technique where a linebacker, like, yo, an NFL linebacker is like, I don't give a fuck what you run. Soon as that, soon as I, I know from y'all formation, I'm on your ass. Nah. That and that's the difference between the pros. It's close, but and and what is it? The top two percent of the world. I forgot the number, but it's not a high number that make it to the NFL. If you make it to the NFL, you are creme de la creme. Yeah, like you are the shit. And that's where I'm like to to your point. I think the pros would beat Arkansas. I mean uh, Alabama. Not it wouldn't be when you blowout. I, I, if you, you might be right. If it's, it's, it's that, if it's that it's big just, of a difference. If you're talking about a season, mm-hmm. yes, one I'm game. Talking about one game no. every year. That one game. You have two months to each side is two months. I, to prepare I'm taking the pros. I, I, just I, just I, off I a just, grown man strength and technique. Are we just taking like the best like Alabama's like? No, he's saying Alabama, the best team, yeah, the best even, team I'll in college. It, I'll make it. A, I'll make it a larger pool because Alabama's. I, I think they're pretty much the, that's the. If you made it the college all stars. With, the pros would with, kill them. With the best coach in the Ooh. from from college right. versus the right. worst team in the NFL. The issue with that argument is because if you say the best college kids, you so to the the Anthony Thomas point where this kid in college can run all I'm the shit. Yo, Danell Pumphrey was the all time leading rusher. He would be on that All Star team. No, but I see what well, he's saying. He would be on that All Star team, though, right? Hold on, hold on. But let, let's look, let's look at this current draft. Uh-huh. What, you're, what he's saying is you're uh-huh. taking a team and constructing them from this current draft because right. they're probably the best players in college last right. year coming right. out in this draft. Right. Theoretically, I mean, I'm assuming there's some freshmen and you know sophomores that yeah. didn't come out. Take but the, yeah, first, yeah. the first and the second round, put them on a football and team, and they're going to play. And they're playing the Lions. Yeah. And they're playing the Lions. And, I'll, and take I, I, I I'll take the lines. I'll take the lines. I don't know. Though that's the. That, that's, I, get, I, I mean, I have, I have to look at it. I have to calm down because I'm getting high. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is my type of shit. I like this shit. But the level of talent, it's 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 night and day. Going just going from mm. high school and playing D two football yes, like this but, shit is fast. But D one to but the also pros? Listen, listen to this real close. What's up? Nick Foles beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah. What's what's one what, game? What's the, one, one game. game is one all game. I'm talking about. 
So so who's the quarterback? So let me ask you this. So the quarterback of this year, so if we're going by would what be, you would said. Be, would be Trev. Be Trev. Trevor Lawrence Trevor against Lawrence. the Detroit Lions. Against the Detroit Lions. With, with Najee Harris Smith. starting at running back. Right. Yeah. And you got you said Waddle, everybody else. Plus you got Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, and Jamar Chase as your wide receivers. Yeah. Who if I knew if I knew this, Kyle, if I knew, Kyle, Kyle Pitts at tight end. Kyle Pitts at tight end. Kyle Pitts is gonna suck ass. I'm just saying Kyle Pitts is gonna suck ass this year. I'm just saying he's better than Detroit Lions tight end. I don't know who they're hey, I don't hey, know who the hey, tight end hey, is. Hey, hey, who's the tight end? Shut your mouth. That's TJ Hawkinson from the University of Iowa? No doubt. You shut your mouth. I don't even know. Kyle Pitts will be better. If, if I knew <laughs> anyway, who their on. defense was, hold on, hold on. I would say, yo, they're let's better. Go, let's go O-line. So you got Rashawn Slater, and who was the other lineman who came Landry out? You got Dickerson. Oh, yeah. You got, Ooh, yeah. you're, you're naming Dickerson kids. Center. You're naming kids against grown no, men. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, like, well, in theory, these players are better than Detroit Lions starters right now. And In theory. By the, by the <laughs> way, a big theory. By the way, you've played the sport at a bigger level than all of us. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like fam. No, no, no. But listen to this. Mm-hmm. I'm saying we have constantly cut the knees out from mm-hmm. 19 to 21 working in the NFL. Yeah. It's arbitrary. Right. It is completely well, arbitrary. I don't believe in that. If so you're 18, instance, you should be able to go play football in the NFL. I'm, I'm a firm but believer in that. that's what I'm that. saying. We have conditioned ourselves mm-hmm. that 18 to 22 year olds mm-hmm. don't work in the NFL for some reason because of mass or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but they absolutely do and it's actually a market where the NFL is missing right now. It's you could the, have a it's 19 the nuance. Year, it doesn't you, for, okay. No, what's up? No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with I'm you. I'm say this. This is a good convo. I'm like, shit. Let's go to defense. Let's go to defense. JC Horn and Patrick Sertain in your corners. We they you don't know that's the issue. I'm is just saying they dominated college. One game. The, one, one game. game one where, game. Hold on. So Pete, so what you're saying I'm is we're your last corners right now. You're sure. going you're going into the, the meta of all this. I'm mm, asking you Mike, Mike, Micah Parsons. Hold on. Hold on Micah Parsons. Jabril Cox. All I'm asking you is are you watching it? Yes. Are you betting on it? Yes. Why isn't this happening? <laughs> because NFL hasn't found a way to where they get their cut. Well, it, it, it's this <laughs> That's is easy why. to do now. If so the NFL could get Michael their cut, Rubin, they do it. if you are listening to this podcast, put hey, up a hundred. Michael Michael Rubin, dollars. we had that conversation. Get back to me. Yes. Please. Now, how about this? How about this one? Do the Detroit Pistons <laughs> Fuck. Where are we <laughs> no, going? no, no. We're, we're going there now because when the conversation started, I was thinking NBA. this the whole time. Yeah, Barney, no. It's yeah, it's the it's NBA. My, no. Yeah. And hold on. Can I just you ask can the get question? The scenario, but my answer is no. Okay. <laughs> what you got? What's up? What's up? No, I'm saying if you took the best players from this NBA draft, right? Put them like a starting, made a starting five of the NBA's, you know, best, you know, players that came out in the draft. Right. Do they beat the Detroit Pistons? Oh, that's different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, the NBA. And that's, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. It's. I you you I, can't yeah. critique so what I'm saying is, NBA what I'm, what I'm saying is well, listen, mm-hmm. the starting players that we have mm-hmm. that are being drafted from the NFL crop this year mm-hmm. of rookies is better than the starting players on the Detroit Lions team. That's, I would the, say that's the only point we're trying to say. My only can I, can I, can go I, can I ask a question? Team. I haven't asked yeah. a question. This Detroit Lions team, are these first year guys or returning guys that were rookies last year? Or is this the returning their 53 final man? Like, yo, we're cutting a team out of 53 where I have 30 year old men, I got 25 year old men, I have an assortment of ages and guys that have been in the NFL for years. I'm going to say they're 53 man roster now because I think it's worse now than it was last year. I don't know. I'm putting money on the Lions. <laughs> If it, if, if it was a bunch of first-year players, if it was all the first-round picks and the guys that played as first-year players for Lions last year, I put money on the college kids. But if this is where, hey, I can, we've signed guys, we bought these guys in, and it's grown-ass men against these kids? Who did they bring in besides I golf? I don't, I don't know. They the Lions really bring suck. In, they didn't really bring in anybody besides they, golf. They lost. What's my man's Kenny Galladay? He signed with the Giants. Yeah. They got Swifty. Deontay got my man DeAndre Swift. The offensive line is decent. 
don't, the yo, I don't even know. Line is decent. It's decent. Said. It's not. It's not. I and who's know. on their offensive line? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to hold it up for the pros, yeah. but I don't fucking know. Who's on their defense again? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because I can name who's on my defense from this draft class. Oh, how, uh, how about this? Let's track these guys and just see. So what you're saying is these these guys, the first round picks the guys we're talking about are going to have I'm saying the best, this year? I'm saying the best at each position that was drafted this year. Will these, so like the best three linebackers, the best two corners. Will they have success this year in the NFL? I think so. I'm willing to say no. Uh, let's think that that, that, that I think that, that the best. I think the best play, the best, you know, combination of players drafted in, mm-hmm. in the draft this year mm-hmm. will have better statistics than the Detroit Lions. So, for instance, the top two cornerbacks that were drafted this year, mm-hmm. Patrick Sertain and mm-hmm. Jason Horn, will have better statistics than the Lions two cornerbacks. Disagree on that one. Cornerbacks. Cornerbacks. I'll, I will take a friendly wager on. I disagree on that. You think the Lions corners, as they are right now, they're pros. Will have better statistics than J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertain. It's it's a running gun. You're going to find out really fast. This is the, if it was the old NFL, it'd take a little longer. Now with this NFL, you can you can you can't. Do you even touch, know you who cover. the Lions cornerbacks are? No, but I, but I'll. You're take just pros. assuming that pro cornerbacks are better than you, rookies. No, I'm not assuming that. But the likelihood of two first round cornerbacks actually being like better than a Patrick Peterson or NFL type talent cornerback, no. No, I'm not taking that because right. you don't know. Patrick Chain, think about this with defense. It's about fit. It's about your fit. It's about your scheme. It, like, for instance, Nandi Ashma. The Eagles signed Nandi Ashma. We thought it was going to be all world. It was yeah. a bad fit. Well, yeah, he was a corner. He's a man corner. Though. Right, but we ran zone. So yeah. we don't know. Patrick Chain is what? He's a man guy. Yeah. I don't know what they're running. Well, no, he's both. He's it, both. You can't be both in the NFLs. Either you got one or you don't. No, you he's really good at everything, though. We're going to see. They, they say this about all these cornerbacks. All these guys get drafted JC, in the first JC round. JC Horn is more the man guy. We'll, we'll we'll see if these guys if these guys can sustain. I would love it, but I'll say one of those guys is going to have a decent one. Other one might not be that good. M- Micah Parsons with the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, cool story. I don't see it. Okay. I don't see it. Okay. No doubt. That's a very. I'm, this, this is. A, okay. I would pay to see this. I would pay. I would gamble. I would yo. Yeah. I would put like five hundred bucks on. It. They don't do exhibition games when it comes to football. No, well, I know. Yeah, it's just it's a great enough. But yeah. we're going to get closer to that because money's going to be involved. Well, whatever the uh, speaking of uh, to to put a bow on this entire thing, ballers, right? Right. I've always assumed that that's uh, that the end of that show, which was t- horrendous. Was by shitty. the way, that final uh, season was horrendous. <laughs> um, uh, they really mailed that in, mm-hmm. um, but. Um, I'll ruin it for you. The Rock goes against the NCAA, right? Right. So yeah. he doesn't have to do that in real life anymore. Mm-hmm. He bought the XFL, delayed it for a year mm-hmm. because he made a deal with the CFL to combine rosters mm-hmm. and swap talent. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the UC, the the UCF or the USFL the US, yeah. that yeah. announced that it was going to be in Philly and all this other stuff. Yeah. So I think The Rock was serious oh, yeah. when it became to that. I think he is going after the NFL, and I think he's doing that. Right now, I think and, and this is that's the closest I think we're going to see it because so that, it's going to be the XFL versus the NFL. I think that was a really good uh, situation where Art was imitating life with that show. I think you saw a lot of nice. real situations yeah, yeah. being played out on that show. Yeah. I wasn't crazy, right? No, like, yeah. I, no, 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 I go, no, no. I went, oh my god, he's actually no. going to do it now. I yeah. forgot about that. I watched it, but that's that's what I think he is going to do, and I would, I'm all for it if they can figure out how to not. Get those seasons, kids. Yeah, <laughs> if they could do that in the off season of the NFL, where we get constant football all year round, I'm for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm if, for that if shit. If you give me spring college football, yep. oh my god, I'm for that shit. Oh my god, I would watch it. I'll, yeah. I will happily disengage from the NCAA yeah. like a quickly, month. very fast. I think very, the trick's going to be is putting a team in every location. So, for instance, like all major cities need a team. 
if you want to gain. Okay. So my whole thing is like, as good as the product might be, if Philly doesn't have a team, actually problem. that was proven. That was proven otherwise with the. I don't know if you saw the the what was the other one before this. Um, the AAF or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's something with AFA, I mean, AAF. Yeah, you're talking about like Bingham, was it Bingham, Bur- Binghamton, Bingham, yeah. Binghamton. Birmingham, <laughs> and it's like San Antonio. All these uh-uh. random places filled. No, yeah, it's not yeah. an issue. Yeah. No, I'm sure you'll fill the stadium. My whole, th- my whole two senses is like I'm not really watching on TV or really following too closely mm-hmm. unless my squ- you know, city has there. a team. We Philadelphia would get one. Yeah. If you, if you did think about this though, if you did a college announcement day. Mm-hmm. Like selecting a pro team, yeah, and it, they they did it, which in a way where like, I as a sports fan, we've all been yelling for better ways to do drafts. Hell yeah! But if you just have in, I've always pushed for an open draft like hard cap, where it's just here's the amount of money you have. Whoever's coming in, Crunch you're gonna know their prices. Yeah. The and and that's what and eliminate drafting altogether because you should be getting paid when you're walking in the door. So Facts. you change the, the five dynamic. star recruits that are gonna choose between. It's not necessarily about your record. It's just about no. like okay, everyone playing. Everyone has the same amount to yeah. sign rookies. Crunch it's Three hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. You have to come in over that, yeah. and that's it. And, That'd be interesting. And, and then it's just, you know, the the ones that are like, sorry, like literally filled up. Then you have like, you can sign people for $200 this or that. like that after Yo, that. I need more rich friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Because but if we could do that, I'd, that's that's a hell of a, you you could make Eliminate the draft. Theft. Hell yeah. Eliminate the draft. Hell and I yeah. I think The Rock is going to do that because it's the only way you get rid of college football if you can sign players immediately. It would right take that man. slavery aspect out of the whole I'm, draft right away. thing. Right away. And I'm pro player. And so was he, by the way. I mean, he was a college football player. player. He's been through this, and he was going, oh, my God, you know what I would have done to make money in Miami with this crew? Yeah. Well, not to mention, yeah. he has real experience when it comes to college athletes. And how they Michael get. Irvin. He, he, yeah. he was hanging his teammates with Michael Irvin. Like, I'm here. Warren yeah. Sapp. Play with Warren Sapp. Play with yeah. Warren Sapp. Play with a lot of those guys. I, yeah. I'm for that. I'm pro player. I'm pro pro player, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. I hope we're all right, by the way. This would be a big I would love it. it. Well, we saw you heard it on driving the right lane first, bitches. Yeah. Shit. I guess we're going to wrap this bitch up. This was a dope-ass episode. Uh, yo, man, my name's Clifford Sykes, a.k.a. the Uptown Supervillain, a.k.a. your cousin Cliff talking shit. I'm tapping out. I'm going to leave y'all with a little bit of advice or my tip of the day. Uh, youngsters, so quick to be an adult. You want adult responsibilities and everything else? Check this out. Adulthood is like looking both ways before you cross the street and getting hit by a fucking airplane. Don't rush the shit. Just enjoy being a fucking child, please. And I'm out. I'm tapping out. <laughs> That's our bet. I'm just going to leave it as, you know, live your life. Carpe diem, seize the day. And I'm seeing a dream tapping out. No doubt. And we out. Episode 18 coming pretty soon. Appreciate y'all. Peace. I was up late last night. Doing what? Just, you know. I grown, grown folks shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> grown folks shit. I got back from the Phillies game at like 1130. Mm, totally sidebar. Suicide Squad. The shit. Oh, I didn't see it yet. Suicide Squad is the shit. I want to. It's the shit. Okay. It's the shit. I hate to say it. It's better than the one with of Will Smith. Is. Of course it is. I like that one with Will Smith. Will Smith Shut up. That's why it's <laughs> Hold on. bad. Why does, why does no one in the world acknowledge that Will Smith is terrible? Have you seen his new trailer, though? That's Yo. 
It looks good. Kang yeah, Richard, Reed talks about he's the father of Serena and uh, what's my call on Venus? Will Smith is a little overrated. He made he had a string of really good movies. He fucked up with Wild Wild West. That's nah, where he fucked nah, up. He, he was supposed he was Will supposed to be in the Matrix. Had, <laughs> he did. He fucked up. He was supposed to be in the Matrix. You know that, right? Thank God he wasn't. I feel like I did what? hear something he about that. Been, he would have. Keanu Reeves is better than, than Will Smith yeah. for that role. Yeah. Yes, I think Will Smith would have been better. Hey, did you see I Am Legend? Yes, and it was good. I, I did like I Am. I Legend. liked I Am Legend. I, I liked but I Am I'm Legend. Saying, like it's not. He can't do the Matrix. That's his. I don't what? think he can do it. No, I think you Keanu start. Reeves was per- perfect for that Matrix role, dude. The story is, he said he's fresh off, like he's he's the hottest guy. In, what's my call? He said these two dudes, his his personal assistant, like yeah, the Wachowskis, it's the black guy. So he's like yeah, I can't pronounce these niggas' names. Like I don't fucking know. He said all right, send them in. They get to his house, and he said these dudes come out of a van, and you can tell they have been smoking the whole ride up. They come in, and they're like yo, dude, you'll be perfect for this role because we're going to introduce this whole cinematography thing twenty four seven. So when guys shoot, you'll do this and you'll do that. And Will was like, get out of my house. <laughs> get the fuck out of my house. And then they sold it to, they got Keanu Reeves, and he took Wild Wild West. And he said, that's where I made my mistake. Where Of course. And I, I liked Wild Wild West when I was a kid. I enjoyed Wild Wild <laughs> West when I was a kid. Okay. I don't say it. All right, here we go. Good. Since I am legend, uh-huh. Hancock. That was good. Yo, go back and watch Hancock. Hancock was, Hancock was good. Go Hancock back and watch good. it. Give me, seven pounds. Seven Hancock. pounds. Good movie. No, no. So, yo, I cried and sip. The <laughs> fuck you. Pursuit of happiness. I'm a bitch. No, no. Pursuit. I didn't get to pursuit of happiness. Okay, my bad. I'm quiet. By the way, that's before I am legend. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Pitbull back in time. Men in Black three. No. After Earth. Anchorman two. Winter's Tale. Focus. Some shit I've never heard of before. Concussion, Suicide Concussion Squad, was good. Collateral Beauty, Bad uh, Boys uh, Three, Bright, Bright was the one on Netflix with the Aladdin, with the, with the Warriors, yeah. Student with of the, the Year Bears. Two, didn't see that. Will Will Smith, Friend Like Me, Gemini Man, that was Audi good. Present no. Lunch Break, that was decent. It was Eyes in Disguise, it was decent. Bad Boys for Life, didn't see Will that. from Home. And Yo, a, a, a bunch hater. of other shit. Yo, He's doing shout out Richard. to the- <laughs> I mean, good no. lord. Since no, that, I agree with since that. Since I am legend, he is not shout out to the OG. No, I'm going to say since Hancock. Since Hancock, because I actually enjoyed Hancock. Like, go back and watch Hancock. But Hancock now. was still I'll about give, 20 I'll years give ago. You Hancock. I, I like Hancock. 10 years, yeah. he has done nothing good. This new I agree. movie. That is actually very true. King Richard's going to be good. It might be. I think it's going to be good. Oh, God. And they're making Bad Boys 4, and it's in pre production. Yeah. Let's go, bitches. Bad Boys 3 was a little like, I didn't even too see late. It. I don't want to see it. It was a little late. It was a little <laughs> I don't late. See that shit. I wouldn't even watch it on my fire stick. But that's, that's how bad it is. I'm like, I don't want to watch you're that shit. You're not missing much. You're not missing much. Will Smith was made for the 90s, and then that was it. How old is Will Smith? 60? He's uh, older. He, uh, no, I don't think he's 60 yet. I'll say 55, 56. I think that's, yeah. He's still, he can still act. Be that be older. That's that's a yeah, good. Yeah, he can still act like himself. Yes, <laughs> dude, hater. he's Matt Damon. Like, how does no one see this? It's just the literal same. I'm person. black, and for me, I'm nostalgic with Will Smith. Like, yo, this yeah, is the guy that it, showed for me. For me, it's more of a Philly thing than a black yeah. thing. I don't really care that he's black. No, it's, it's, I, I'm oh, black. I, Fuck that. I, he made thirty million. He made thirty million. Thirty million dollars a movie when nobody else was talking. He, he, he was he, talking his shit. Yeah, he did. Oh, he probably still does. Yeah. But I'm saying like. Fuck that! I'm no, no offense, JB. You know where you know you know me, brother. Nah, he's black. He was the first black person. I'm like, yo, he's black, black. Like you're okay. from the hood. Oh shit! And you can do what? You got a bad bitch like Jada. Wow, how? Oh, we're from Philly. I forgot. Girls like Philly okay. guys. Girls like Philly guys. They do. 
Kiss it. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm black. Fuck that, sir. Will Smith's overrated. I, I kind of agree with that that take. Is he overrated or underappreciated? Way overrated. I think he's definitely overrated. <laughs> I think he's definitely appreciated. They had a big Willy weekend, if you if you remember. I they used do. to call July 4th Big Willy big weekend Willy. and devoted his movie release to him. The July 4th weekend to him instead of, you know, July 4th. Overrated. All right, so hold on. He's done, let's just say John said he did 25 movies or 30 movies. Since Hancock, and they all suck. No, I'm, I'm talking about his total, oh, his okay. overall his overall discography or his movie credentials or whatever. I think it's probably more than that, but. Because well, his and, first one was Six Degrees Separation, also, which is a classic movie. Here's where the credit comes back and mm-hmm. unique in that it went from television to film and both megastars in both genres, which was That's at like, the is time he overrated? hard to do. Like, I don't think he's overrated. I think that I think he is chasing the dollar. He's taking bad scripts like Robert De Niro, like Denzel. Their movies they're starting to take now aren't good movies. They're just chasing the money. Oh, yeah. Denzel's movies are trash Liam right now. Neeson, like, same track. That's what I mean. Yeah. Liam Neeson's phoned it in since yeah. he forever. Yeah, like, like he has a movie on Netflix. And I'm like, I'm not watching I would this. rather watch Denzel not- Washington's son in a movie than Denzel. Yo. That's how bad it is what? right now. Definitely that, watch that's a hot ten- take right a, now. I definitely I watch just, Tenet. I was like, all right, I gotta watch this again. Denzel, right now, Denzel Washington's son is a better actor than Denzel Washington. You're bugging the fuck out. Keep, keep, keep listen, medicating. Listen to what I'm saying. Keep medicating, Barney. Right keep, now. You're bugging. No, no, no. You're I'm not saying Denzel Washington who did Hurricane and Training Day. Yeah, yeah record, this. record this. We're talking about right now. Listen, what? to John's point, to like he was saying about Will Smith. Will Smith hasn't come out with a good movie since Hancock. What was the last good Denzel Washington movie? Like, seriously. What, the last one? It was the one with the flight. Flight. Flight, flight. That was a good fucking flight. movie. I actually didn't see flight. He's an alcoholic. Fuck. He's an alcoholic. Like he's a like a bad alcoholic. Like a and how airplane long ago guy. Was flight? Five years ago. Was it five years ago? Didn't oh, five he, years did, ago. Didn't he literally just win an Oscar two years ago? Yeah, for, for something. Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, he did. I, winning I, an Oscar does not mean anything. I mean, well, let's, I, no it doubt. Means something. It does. It, it something. doesn't mean it the movie's A group of white guys got paid enough money to say that you're the best actor. Do you know how That's they pick fair. winners for the Oscar? Same thing as Grammys. Know, it's the, the same thing as the Grammys. Okay, you're already out. The Equalizer 2 is already great. That's, right, right. I'm like, I'm like, you're bugging the fuck out. Equalizer Two was good, dude. Okay, uh, one and two. What, what was after that? Uh, so before this, uh, Roman J. Israel. That, yeah, it was bad. That was on Netflix. F- fences. There's your white people. Uh, That's the for, shit. For the I don't got, I don't got respect you. I don't have to do anything besides take care of you. You're my responsibility, boy. Uh, it's the shit. Magnificent. Ma- uh, the Magnificent Seven. Seven before good that. movie. Chris e- Pratt. Equalizer before that. Good movie. I feel like these are all very average. You're movies bugging, dude. It's two bugging. guns. That was that was insanely entertaining. That's a comic book movie. It was it was it was accurate as fuck to the comic. And then flight was before that, so that was since 2012 up to 2018. He's got some bangers, and now he's doing the little things with uh, I don't I can't remember what oh, that is. That my, movie man, is bad. my man, my uh, man, what's Jared the fuck's Leto? name? Yeah, Jared yeah, Leto. That was a bad movie. No, it wasn't. Yeah, but no, it wasn't. It, I, no, when he was the cop. It, yeah. No, he wasn't oh, with no. the shoes and shit. That movie was Gar- great. If yeah. Jared Leto's in it, it's bad. Uh, Jared Leto. <laughs> watch. And the, and the twist of that movie was like, oh, they, he, he did he fucked up before, yeah. and now this guy fucked up. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's how that shit is. That yeah. was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Well, do you do you respect Rotten Tomatoes? I do. No. I mean, sometimes. You sometimes. Can, yeah. No. Sometimes. There are questionable Rotten Tomato scores, but for for the most part, I will respect the yeah, Rotten because Tomato because everybody rating. pays for scores. Everyone realizes that. That's right? rough. Yeah. Up. Okay, yeah. I mean, like if you're, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You got to take it with a little bit of a grain of salt. I put credence in when things get bad Rotten Tomato scores. Like if something uh, gets trashed, like a twenty, I'm like, okay, there's probably a reason for that. Then I think this is the, in the discussion. I think it's pretty accurate. Forty five percent from the critics, sixty seven from the audience. You'd say that, he's, he's that, the man, what, bro. Does that qualify as a good movie to you? It does for me. Yeah. Mm. 
For me, it does. I think yeah. if the I think if the, <coughs> the audience and the uh, the rotten or the t- the actual critics are close like that, that's when I was like, all right. Okay. Okay. I see your I see your I, logic I, there. I I, <laughs> I, I guess that we, overall the means fifty percent. That's Listen, I'm not even me. calling Denzel Washington a bad actor. I feel like this is not like a podium I want to die you on. You just said you would rather watch Denzel Junior over Denzel Senior. Right did you like now, ballers? Did you like lev- ball- answer this question? Did you like ballers? Is that why? I did like Ballers. I like Ballers, too. I actually did like Ballers. I like Ballers, I thought, too. I, 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 I actually wanted ballers. another season of Ballers. I thought that show ended a little too early. Because The Rock no, said, no, I'm done. Dude, dude <laughs> yeah. oh, we got to talk about that afterwards. But go oh, ahead. No. Yeah, yeah. The Rock said, listen, I'm done, so we're done. Listen, thinking about my statement right now, I probably jumped the gun a little yeah. bit. At least you were recording. And, and you see what Because you we're see recording, we're... I will actually put that out there. <laughs> I might have jumped the gun a little bit too early in saying... That Denzel Washington's son uh-huh. was better than an actor than yeah. John or John David Washington was a better actor than Denzel Washington. Thank I you. jumped the gun a little bit. Just a little. Cliff, it took you four minutes. Oh, for what? To flip him. To flip me. <laughs> to break. That's fine. <laughs> Just yo, give me some time, That's brother. Fine. Just like slow Jim. This I'll is work the on only that. win Cliff is going to get today. I swear. Ooh, right. talking I'll, heavy. This is the low hanging fruit that I'm giving this is, him. This is going to be early. an interesting episode. John. I'm like, oh yeah. shit, this is going to be a very good episode. 